the podcast. That's right. We're getting started. Getting started. It is past the mic on another beautiful Thursday. It is scorching hot out here in Miami. For those of you listening elsewhere, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming in and having a good time with us today. I know we are in quarantine day. I don't remember, but eventually we will get past this and uh, you guys will be able to enjoy this at your jobs and whatever else may be happening. So without further ado, let me introduce my uh, co-host for today. We have the one and only coming back for a second time because he couldn't stay away. Mr. Rubalo, Mr. Rubalo Carballo. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good, good. Good afternoon to everybody. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Awesome, awesome. And of course, to my right, the one and only, let's welcome Kevin Burgos, Vice President of Total Event Pro. And for the second time, Ruben Carballo, of course. Ruben, uh, uh, Kelvin, how you doing, buddy? What up? That, that was, that was, I don't know who Kevin is, but I know who Kelvin is. <laughs> I said Kelvin. <laughs> you said Kevin, bro. I said Kelvin. Review the film. Stop drinking. We're going to review it. We'll review it. And, and of course, you know, Ruben had to bring his uh, Heineken. I thought Ruben's last name was. Caballo, like a caballo, like you so said, caballo, caballo, caballo barrio. Caballo is no? right now. Oh, okay. Right. Sorry. I just, I assume. Bro, I don't know what you're hearing. I got to, I got to really have to give you the headphones off. Why? You heard me say Kevin, and now it's, you know, caballo, and. It was most definitely Kevin. Kelvin. Well, Listen, I've been hearing people slaughter my name since I, I was a child, so <laughs> I, I recognize it when I see it. What up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. We got a couple people in right now. Let's uh, let's give them a few seconds to, to get in. We're going to have a lot of topics to go over. Of course, like always, Pass the Mic is all about coming up with solutions to real-world problems, um, personal problems, and, of course, having a little fun. On our last episode, we had Manny Estevez from Cut Republic, and we were having a really good time. Lots of laughs, lots of good times. Yes, it was. Uh, of course, our director, Sandy Rodriguez. What's up, Sandy? How you doing today? She says she's doing good, ladies and gentlemen. We, got, we have to get a shot for Sandy. Behind yes, the I'm scenes. Telling you, we have like, to like the Howard Stern show, like when they have a shot for the producer. <laughs> the there the we go. We'll give it, we'll give it the, the, the applause on that one. <clears throat> All right. So let's get into this. Uh, we are giving you guys an outlet to speak your mind. So Pastor Mike wants to help promote other businesses. So if you have a business, please promote it. With that being said, Ruben, go ahead and shoot away. Uh, um. I think I gave you some picks on the ones I spoke about. Uh, we basically had, um, right now being quarantined, you know, we have to go ahead and order uh, delivery. So the three places that I've been, I ordered from, first one I started with was from my boy Swati over at Lotus Garden uh, Restaurant in Miracle Mile. It's a oh, Thai restaurant. That place is fire. So I'm if you guys have a chance to go ahead and order, uh, I, what I said, I'm going to mention for all three restaurants right now is please give them a call. Uh, to check their hours, because I know Swati had to alter his hours a bit. Uh, but they are available to us. The food is amazing, fresh. You don't have nothing to worry about. Every time you order from there, you're going to get 100%. Yep. Uh, second place I order from is Super Pizzeria in my neighborhood. Uh, my boy Carlito, Audrey, the kids, the family, that they've been there for years. We've been eating from that place, at least myself. Going on close to, I want to say... Close to 40 years, he took over, I want to say about 20, 25 years ago, he took over the place. So uh, another place that's fire is close to uh, 32nd Avenue and close to Coral Way. And number three, uh, always, uh, Mago La Frita. They have several locations. Um, give them a call. You got Mercedita, your meal, which I haven't seen in ages. I want to 
finally catch up with him uh, and the family, their mom, Gina. Um, the place, again, everybody knows that place is fire. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Um, but you'd never give a shout out to your business, bro. Where are you working? That's, not That's what, what people want. About. Yeah. People want to know. Shout out your businesses. I thought we Small just finished saying about the... Yeah, both. We're going to do both. But I want you to, I want you to shout out your All business. Right. Sandy, Plus, Sandy Ariel's Cut. listening, bro. Is Hennigan endorsing this? Sandy Cut. Let's start Ariel's again. Listening. We're going to start at 2.30, guys. You can't do it. <laughs> do it live. Uh, back to what I was talking What I was supposed to talk about, because I thought he had said about the restaurants. But regardless, Confetti and Fog, we had a nice event out there There yesterday. you go. Now we're talking. A really, really nice event last night, uh, which was basically put together by Ariel. Uh, and I like the first DJ that touched they put with a girl booty popping. That was oh, yeah. my wife. My wife was like, like, "What are you watching? What are you watching?" I'm like, yeah. "It's Ariel. It's art. What is Ariel <laughs> doing? Ariel dancing? How is Ariel dancing? Oh, what? <laughs> Dressing up?" <laughs> but yeah, the event was actually uh, to me. It was a total success. It was great. Um, we had our little hiccups putting it together because again, everything you want to make sure that it comes out good. And you guys want to, what we want to at least represent is quality when we're doing an event for you guys. So, again, Confetti and Fog and uh, CFX Studios Miami, we're here for you. We're here uh, right off of Okeechobee and Hialeah. There you go. Confetti, Fog, and Effects. Ariel, what's up, buddy? I see you in the chat line. Big shout out to you. Um, We had an amazing. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> we got cut off for a second there. Uh, I was messing with the OBS trying to look at what that's Ariel and everybody else is yeah. saying at the same time. That's like when you uh, start playing with EQ in the middle of a show. Yeah, that's a bad idea. It's a really bad Push idea. Push feedback for no reason. Uh, all right, so Kelvin. Kel, Kel, Kelvin. Think of the temperature scale. Kel, Kelvin. I'm hot. Ooh, Any lighting guy should Ooh. know He's Kelvin. Oof. You hear this guy? I'm, I'm pulling an Ariel. Oof. I mean, the, the temperature scale is used to measure the temperature of the sun. I, I understand that. And light. I understand that. that makes sense. I don't so know where my dad came up with the name. Are you saying you're the light? No. No. Not really. Thought. But I do follow the light. You're just lit all the time? Yeah, especially today, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that monster energy. <laughs> all right. So Amy says, turn up the volume. I can't hear you. Okay. Well, uh, try yours first because I don't. Me? No, no. Um, let's see. Okay, I can hear you now. All right, yeah, there you go. You, you found the volume. <laughs> All right, Amy, there we go. All right. Carl says, volume problem. Too low. All right, how are we too low? We, we did sound checks beforehand. Let me see. Check. We're good. All right. Kelvin, I'm, yeah. is, is it, do you can't hear me? You can't hear Kelvin? Me? Who is it that you can't hear? You guys got to be a little more specific. Everything sounds clear over here, guys. It's a little lower. There we go. Is that better? <clears throat> that should be good. There we go. All right. <laughs> Calvin? You, you've been called Calvin now. Eduardo, Gil- look at this guy's name just like you. It's That's some- my dad. Oh, it's your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting too far back. All right, let me come in. Social distancing, pops. <laughs> As no, we're already good. a you're meter good. away from each other. All right. Let's get this thing rolling, man. 
What six a, what feet apart, six feet apart. What an interesting start to the podcast. This is ridiculous. <laughs> what kind of show are we running here, Sandy? Um, you haven't had enough coffee. All right, Kelvin. So tell me a little bit about yourself, man. Tell us about the company. Tell us some of your favorite food spots that you've ordered from. I know you said you didn't have really any. You had one. So let's get to it. Yeah, but I started thinking about it. I got a couple. Um, <laughs> all right. So I am the vice president of Total Event Pro. We are a uh, event production company. Uh, some of you also know Tabs, which is our install and product sale division. We've been around for a minute. Um, so, yeah, we're just hanging in there right now, waiting for things to get going. Thankfully, we've had uh, some of our loyal clients supporting us during this time, and and we're, we're in it. Uh, so, local restaurants that I like. Uh, there's one out in Pines called Coley's Pizza. Big shout out to them. They have awesome pizza. And they like Ninja Turtles. So do I. So, uh... Coley's <laughs> <laughs> Pizza is it. I mean, I don't know if, uh... If, uh oh, Nami Sushi and Pines. And uh, Chick-fil-A. I like Chick-fil-A. That, those, are your, those are your go-tos? Yeah. So home smile? What do you, what do you get? What do you, you get smile Chick-fil-A? When you Chick-fil-A? Huh? What do you get at Chick-fil-A? The salad. It's keto-friendly. Yo, what is it with... You know that salad's like $17. No, and not only that, but the spicy deluxe is really good. It's really good. I love how you just swerved that whole $17 thing. Yeah. What? The salad is 8 bucks. No. What? No. no. Sandy, can you please clarify this? We ordered... The guys wanted... We were at a show. The guys wanted Chick-fil-A. Two of the guys... Shout out to Brian, out to Brian for this one. Two of the guys wanted salads. Salad came out to $17. Did you order from like Instacart? Because they're taxing right now. No, this was like before. Okay, but yeah, in- they always tax like Instacart. It's crazy. Uber Eats, they all Ridiculous. they all have their little markup on top of all the fees. $7 for a salad. Yeah. Next time, I'm just going to give them grass. And oh, yeah. Ariel said Moe's. Yeah, I love Moe's. Welcome to Moe's. The Are wrong they dog. open right now? Moe's, yeah. Yeah, they're delivering. Yeah, we ate there recently. I like the wrong dog. I wonder if that came from um, from the hangover. Like, you got the wrong dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If they, I think the name came from there. Uh, for me, it's going to be uh, Ferrari's Pizza right here on 137 and 152. Um, a couple other places, Tianida. Definitely. Okay. For those, I know you just okay. had the croquetas. Yeah, we just got delivered. Yeah. <coughs> we What's just had it delivered. Sure. Tianida. Oh, okay. Yeah, awesome. Nice. Awesome stuff. <coughs> I'm still coughing up all the... The stuff from yesterday. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, there was a lot of lot of lot of haze and stuff I'm for go, hours. I'm gonna go get tested tomorrow. There you go. Make sure here. You want, you want some? No. <laughs> have a Heineken or nothing happened. Um. Who else, Andy? Who else have we ordered from recently? That's about it, right? Tropical smoothie. Tropical smoothie. Yeah, that's another big one that we get from. Oh, um, a Panera bread. <laughs> but we had the shakes, and the shakes were amazing. <clears throat> the shakes were really, really good. So for those of you that haven't had that, uh, talk about expensive. Ferrari's pizza is not cheap. Man, he is such a cheapo. Well, Why is my dad so cheap, bro? <laughs> it's amazing pizza. Steve's pizza is just as good. Um, and it's about I the mean, same price. It's not in my area, but come on. Cozolas? Cozolas? Oh, that's fire. I mean, I mean like I said, I haven't ordered from it. That's why I didn't mention them, but that's Jesus fire. Christ. I can't tell you how many times leaving the Grove That's we would crap. go to Cazola's. The croissant? Woof. Do people, well, I mean, uh, the Grove is under construction, but do kids hang out at the Grove anymore? I don't think so. They just had, uh, did you see the drive-thru the other day <laughs> that they did that everybody complained about? 
What, at the Grove? It was crazy, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, and you know what I had the other day that was pretty good? The Big Cheese. Mm. Also. That was my first time, actually. I've had the Big Cheese a few times. Which one? You, well, they closed the one in, in Homestead. No, no, the one over there on US1 near, like... Yeah, that's the OG. That's yeah. the OG one. It's really good. For those of you who haven't had it. Where, uh, what's that? Uh, US1 and... Uh, and Sunset, before, right? Before 57. Yeah. Like, <coughs> before 57. Yeah. Right, For those of you that haven't had it, delicious. Yeah. Amazing. If you're ever in the area. All right, let's get to it. SBA program. I know Kelvin has a lot to talk about that. That's trending topics. Also, the killing of uh, Ahmad Arbery. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. All right, perfect. And, of course, John Shula passes away. Don. I did say Don. You said John. You said John, bro. Oh, my gosh, bro. You said John. Don Shula. Kelvin. There you go. Red leather, yellow leather. Italy officially reopens following two-month lockdown. All right, so those are the uh, four that we're going to start off with. SBA program. Uh, how much luck have you had, Kelvin? Uh, well, we got the uh, EIDL okay. advance. We got gypped on it uh, because I tried to make the application simple, and I put less employees than what we have. And then uh, I applied on March 31st, and like a few, like a week later or something like that, they came out with an email saying that it was going to be 1000 per employee. Correct. So, but I know that Congress is demanding the full amount right now because yes. that's totally not how the legislation reads. It's supposed to be, and supposedly uh, now they're joining it up with the PPP. Well, <coughs> so well that's like why on the PPP application, it's, it's even getting more confusing. No, no, on the PPP application, it asks if you've already Correct. received an EIDL or any You're economic. You're supposed to subtract that, right? So, um, I don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but yeah, we did receive the EIDL uh, for the company. We did not get the PPP. Probably because the vast majority of our guys are 1099 contractors. But here's the thing. Like, <clears throat> I received the PPP just recently. I received it before the EIDL. Now, what happens if my EIDL comes in? Did I lie on my application? Technically, no. No, no, because you didn't get it at the time. But they'll have that on record. So, so I think that, uh, I don't know. I don't look know. at you later. This, yeah. this is a uh, disaster. It's, 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 it's disastrous. Look at, look uh, but later. what I did do for the independent contractors out there is uh, I actually 1099 myself. So I applied as myself as a Correct. 1099 independent contractor and I got approved. So, so then I called all my contractors, all my guys, all my lighting guys, all my sound guys, all my 1099s. And I told them, you guys could each apply for your own there PPP. You go. Uh, even yeah. if you don't have a corp, if it's, it's just same. you, your social. Correct. As a, as a gig worker, independent contractor, you have you to have those 1099s and that you actually did your taxes with your 1099s. Yeah. That's so all you really need. On your 1040, Correct. your Schedule C, line 31, that number is your actual net payroll, if you will. You get that number, you divide it by 12, and then you multiply it by two and a half, and that's what you qualify for under the PPP. 100%. Ladies and gentlemen, Kelvin just gave you the exact information that you need for the PPP. So we're going to repeat that one more time. If you haven't done so already and you're an independent worker and you're trying to file for unemployment, there's conflicting stories on this. Unemployment, you can. Unemployment, you can. There's a separate form, blah, 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 blah. From my understanding, you can't get unemployment and PPP. you got to kind of choose which one you're going to want. Well, hold right? on. Now, I also understand that you may not qualify for unemployment because you're an independent contractor. Wait, no. you got to stop. Okay. Under the PUA, which is the Pandemic Correct. Unemployment Insurance, or PUI. That's when they... That's when they deny you the, the original, and then you have to apply. This. Then so you have to reapply. So you have to apply for... for under floridajobs.org, you have to apply for unemployment. The state They're of gonna Florida you. is going to deny you if you're an independent contractor, but and then, then you got to do it again. Your file gets submitted to... No, your file gets sent, 
one of the questions is, are you applying as a result of COVID-19? If you answer that as yes, then you get sent to the PUI program and then they can approve you. If you get approved for the PPP prior to getting approved for that, you take the PPP. However, and I, don't, I haven't confirmed this, but I'm told that you could get your PPP. If you're still not working after the eight weeks where you have to use the funds for payroll with the PPP, then if during that time, if you got approved for the unemployment benefits, you have to, uh, what is it? Uh, you have to forfeit those benefits for the time being, but your case is still open and you could reopen it and start getting that unemployment thereafter. Like, let's just assume that this thing rolls out longer than that. Correct. You could get that. So like, I recommend for everyone who's an independent contractor, if you got it taken care of, go apply for the PPP and apply for the, uh, the unemployment benefits and see which one uh, sticks to the wall. Um, and what I ended up doing, I mean, all my big banks, Chase, TD, uh, PayPal, they, they all like literally shot it down and didn't give it any attention. I went to smaller banks like Cabbage. There's another website that got recommended to me by another uh, um, industry guy called sbabiz.help. They're a, they're a uh, SBA approved mortgage lender here in, in South Florida. And they're doing, uh, they're doing uh, PPP loans because they're already in the SBA system. And they were the ones that approved me. I still haven't funded yet. Because uh, I'm waiting on the closing docs, but they got me approved really quick. And I was actually in dialogue with processors via email. So, like, there was actually people on the other end of, of, of the line, if you will, helping you through it. Ariel says me too. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Again, yeah, Ariel, at least I can speak for Ariel. I know he's been doing his due diligence. He's been taking care of uh, all of his guys, including myself, the same way these guys that are, are business owners. Um, we're basically following the steps, trying to do the things to... Make it happen and take care of their people, which that's how it should be done. And we, I mean, me as an employee, I'm going to tell you, I truly appreciate it. Me and my family appreciate it because, again, we wouldn't be where we're at right now if it wasn't for our Ariel and his and his family. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Ariel. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin, I've had conversations with uh, Kelvin uh, over the phone as well. Um, and just basically going over, you know, some of the things that are happening with my company. And he's directed us in the right direction as well. Um, you know, everybody's got to kind of come collectively together and help each other out. And you never know. You might hear some information from somebody else and this and that. Look, we're getting the information just as you are. We're going to give it out there. We we expect you to do your own homework as well. But we're telling you what's worked for us and what we have found going through the process just like you. Maybe we're a little bit ahead. Maybe we're a little bit behind. We don't know exactly where we stand compared to you. But this is what this podcast is about. It's about coming up with solutions togetherly, uh, together and collectively so that we can uh, come up with a solution that helps everyone out all the same way. You know what? Uh, one of the takeaways from all this is for me, aside from, I mean, obviously all the things that we're learning, um, I'm definitely going to open an account with a small bank. Like we used to, I used to bank with Dade County Federal Credit Union. Right. You were telling me that. I recommend like. <clears throat> Look, I love Chase. I love Zelle. I love how many locations they have. Very easy to wire. I do so much business like easily because of Chase. But at the end of the day, man, I'm a small Same. blip on the radar for them. Uh, and, and I've come to learn that. So uh, I definitely recommend for small businesses to have a little bit of a diversity when it comes to who they bank with. You know, it's okay to bank with Wells or BOA or Chase or, or whatever. But it's probably not a bad idea to have an account set up with one of the smaller banks because some of those smaller banks... A lot of businesses I heard are are able to get their their loan officers on the phone. I, you can't get anybody on the phone in the big banks, like no. at all, like nobody. No, they actually tell you don't don't call in. Um, the, you can't call the line. You can't go to the Dude, bank. PayPal, like, PayPal pulled my credits. 
right? I, I uploaded front and back of my ID plus a second form of ID. And they, they denied me because they said they couldn't verify my identity and they pulled my transunion report. And I couldn't even dispute it or talk to anybody to say, hey, like, hey, what wow. the hell? You know what I mean? So it's like uh, at the end of the day, these people are just trying to chug out the easiest files. And a lot of the files for companies that maybe have liability with them, you know, hey, Mr. Company, you know, you owe us as a bank a couple mil and the SBA is going to give you this money. Well, we'll give it to you so you could uh, we could secure the debt that you have with us. Right. Well, I'm, I'm part of one of the larger ones. I'm with Navy Federal Credit Union and I was able to get a person on the phone. So, yeah. I mean, that was yeah, I wasn't able to get anybody me. on the phone. I got lucky with Chase, I think. I think I got lucky. Yeah. Believe it or not, the only people that I actually got on the phone were at the SBA. The banks, I couldn't get anybody. But if you call the SBA for... It, it took me a while to get in. But I, Yeah, but the twice that I called, I got somebody maybe after 20 minutes. And talking about pulling the reports, today came out actually in the news. People having almost like 700 scores and now their scores are at around 550 because, again, not being able to make payments or whatever. So suppose it was going to help me, Howard, as a matter of fact. Right. What they're asking is you need to reach out to the actual... Uh, credit report agencies mm -hmm. and you need to write them a letter and explain to them what's going on so like that actually that gets uh put into your report as far as being available yeah. to them so i didn't even think that this was credit based i mean is that on the is that on the bill I have is that on the cares act like yeah. yeah it says that they'll pull your credit right but the 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 decision because isn't made on based on credit a, it's supposed to be a it's supposed to be a loan so they just needed to pull your credit i don't understand if they're going to approve you anyways well, well, that's I mean, the part I don't get. Like, if they're going to approve you anyways, why why pull your credit? It uh, It's actually going to hurt you in the long run. No. I mean, it, it, they're saying it's not a big pull or this and that, but regardless, it's still a pull. Well, I think that they pull maybe, like, because there are <laughs> questions about criminal records and stuff like that. and Maybe. Yeah. You know, if you have any tax liens or anything like that. but Or but to make sure you're a legit citizen. I don't know. Well, the point is I just don't get how PayPal know. says, hey, we pulled your credit. We got your social, two forms of ID, and we're going to deny you because we can't verify your identity. At least a phone call. What do they want me to mail in a, my blood sample? You know, like, hey, we got this information, but there's conflicting information. Could you send this in so we can confirm this while we have it in front of our desk? The thing is, is that they're just they're just skipping anybody who might just be a, a slight problem just to get on to the next one. Yeah. I think that's the bigger thing. And I get it. I'm sure they have a world of volume. Um, has anybody else had any success, uh, differences, or anything else out there? I know that we have uh, quite a few listeners now. We just want to make sure we want to see that, uh, you know, you guys are getting what you need. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Pedro, Bianca, Rocco. Saludo, Babo. Como tamo? Um, Ariel's still in the building. And, of course, Carl. You know Carl, right? Carl. Nyberg? Maybe. I don't know. You, you know Carl, for sure. Yeah, What's up, Carl? <clears throat> so he says EIDL already. is not based upon credit. Right. EIDL. We're not talking about EIDL. We're talking about PPP for the credit part. Uh, it was a bridge loan when then became a grant, $1,000 per employee. Yeah. It changed. Yeah, so that changed. Originally, originally you know it what? was it was supposed to be up. Uh, it was supposed to be no more than ten thousand dollars. That's yeah. the exact verbiage. No more than ten thousand dollars. You can apply for what you wanted, or what you needed based upon your your yeah. business. That's why I asked you all those business questions. No. If they were just going to give you a thousand dollars, no matter what, you should just put your right. business information and been done, right? But they asked you specifics about income, how much yeah. you you know making, all that good stuff, and it was supposed to be a yeah. grant based upon that. Yeah. That's what it was originally. No, for. the the legislation reads as much as you ask for. Correct. Up to ten thousand. Up to t no, no more than ten thousand because it doesn't say up to. It says no more than ten thousand. Yeah. So uh, I mean, even though I'm not a fan of Pelosi and Schumer, they actually wrote a letter to the SBA demanding that they fix it. That they that everybody who got less than that get the rest, 
and then moving forward that anybody who applies also gets that amount because that's how it's written in the Here's legislation. The thing. Where are they pulling the money? No, they wrote that if the SBA needs right, more where's, funds. Where's the money? What? Where's they're, they're, This is like, what, the third wave now that they're coming out with money? Well, the point is that they said that, they said to the SBA, if you need money, more money to fund the grant, ask for it. Don't just go and, you know, try to spread out the money as much as possible by coming up with some bylaw there. Their own solution. Right. Look, you know, I get it. They're trying to make everybody happy, but... I it, hear you. It, you know, whatever. I hear you. I hear Moving you. on. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, man, and uh, don't get me wrong, I, 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 I appreciate the government help. I'm going to take any grants that I get, but I just want to get back to work. I, 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 I just want to make my income. I want to work for it, and I don't want to get any handouts. I know there's a lot of people out there, and there's a lot of talk about some people basically between the Florida unemployment and the PUI. They're making more money than they would at their job anyways. Marcus says, can you still apply? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all SBABiz.help, PayPal, Cabbage, bro. Try wherever you can. Apply helped, um, apply in as many places as you can, and whichever Thank one approves you first, accept that take one. It. Take it. There's no limitation to where you could apply. You got another uh, vehicle also as well, which I've mentioned it to Ariel. Uh, you've seen probably the advertisements also on the news where you have the, um, I'm going to mention one, of course, because it's the one that keeps, I have on Atlantico's, uh, Atlantico's Public Adjusters. They want you to give them your insurance policy. Mm-hmm. They're going to read it, and there might be some stipulation in there as far as unemployment Correct. loss. Correct. That's another right. vehicle that you can There's buy. a lot. There, right. I mean, between your, your cars, insurance, everything, there, even business insurance, yeah. granted, there's been a lot of issues with business insurances. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, most people don't accept the – oh, that's another one. Uh, definitely, I will be revising my policy to have uh, the last income. Correct. There, there, there you go. Yeah. Correct. Don't think I had it, and, and I was talking with my insurance broker, and she's like, well, you know – on your GL, those coverages apply for natural disasters like hurricanes, fires, and things of that sort. But you can't. Last I checked, a pandemic is a natural disaster. <laughs> yes, it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, you know what it is, is that whenever it's time to come pay out, they, they, they put it so, uh, you know, 50-50 that they can still fight it somehow. It, it, it's all lawyer written, you know? Like, it, it could swing one way or the other. It depends on how lucky you get in the court. Oh, dude. And I get it. If every company starts to cash in on their policy right now, the oh, insurance companies will go belly up. Big trouble. But that's kind of the nature of the beast, right? I mean, they charge us enough. You get charged a, a pretty penny, Dude, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I can tell you. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's not the first time we see this crap. I mean, I, I, I remember vividly having a business during 2008, going through oh, yeah. that, and uh, literally watching, you know, the FDIC. In, uh, what is it? The... FDIC $100,000, you know, there was people that had over $100,000 in their bank accounts, and when their banks went belly up, they weren't getting covered for anything more than that, which is why it became two hundred and fifty k, and it's actually still provisional, I think, right? That was temporarily set in place in 2008, and uh, it's still not considered permanent, but it was a result of that, man. There's people losing so much money. Teachers had retirement accounts. No, it was it was getting it was getting nasty over there. I mean, that was I think that was still the still worse than what it is now. No, no that was worse now. It was. It's I mean, worse now. Trust at me. least at least people are getting some type of relief. Back then, there was no relief, and and most companies took a big hit for a long time. The stock market has taken a larger hit right now than what it did in two thousand eight. It's different. Almost. Yeah. I think it's different. I don't know. It's different I, because the thing is right now, if we I say, thought it was worse before because, I mean, there was years where we were hit with the business. Like, I think that collectively, like, for example, collectively between us and, you know, 
our colleagues, all the guys that are in the industry, if we all said, hey, let's do a community benefit concert, we have the stages, we have the PA, we have the lights, we have everything. We want to do something to raise money for the small businesses and to help out people wherever we can. We can't do it. No, no, of course. We can't do it. And that's Virtually. It's unconstitutional, but we can't do it even if we wanted to. That wasn't around in 2008. I was waiting for you to get to that one. I wanted you to get to that one really, really bad. I wanted, But I'm going to have you hold on to that one for in, in, a, in a few minutes. We have one of the topics. I actually put that topic on there knowing that you were going to go there, and I... I agree with you in, 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 in a sense on some of the stuff. So uh, I'm going to we're, we're gonna get to that one, that unconstitutional part that you said there. I knew you was coming. I was expecting it, but Bro, you don't have I to didn't take expect it from it me. Literally, the early. Department of Justice has. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. We're just going to wait. We're going to oh, wait. We're going to wait for that one. We're going to wait for that one. We're going to wait for that one. All right. So um, does anybody else have any other questions on that? For the meantime, we're going to jump into the next one. The killing of Ahmad Arbery. Arbery. Am I saying it right? Yeah, right. I said it right. Okay, cool. Perfect. All right. Ruben, you need to talk into the mic. So yeah, I already yeah, I fixed it. I already fixed it. So here's uh here's here's one of the big things. Um, if for those of you that haven't seen it, there's been a lot of talk about it. Uh, I know Kelvin actually posted something on his page about it as well. Um, where are my side notes on this? Right here, right here. Here's my post that Sandy right, printed so out. Here's, here's the so you post. You guys could cite me. Here's the post that uh, Kelvin wrote. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen the video, it is on the news. It is on the internet. The video was actually, this actually took place in February, correct? February 23rd. February 23rd of this year. Um, uh, a black male was uh, supposedly, I mean, this is according to the report, right? Do, do I have the report? Here's the report, right? Yeah. Here's the police report. Uh, homicide. And this happened in uh, Brunswick, Georgia. There was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen officers that responded. And uh, basically, on Sunday, February twenty third, twenty twenty, I responded to the intersection of Stilla and Drive and Holmes Drive, in reference to shots fired, while in route. I was advised that there were shots fired and a male on the ground bleeding out. A short time later, I was advised the male on the ground was deceased. Upon my arrival, I observed Officer Minshu setting up the perimeter. It doesn't go into anything prior to that, but the video kind of shows something. And I want to discuss that part as well. Now, there's been a lot of outrage from the, uh, from the black community basically saying... Hey, um, you know, this is an injustice. People shouldn't have guns and yada, yada, yada. And it's just the typical white guy with a bunch of guns. And it becomes a racial outslur and we're, you know, and it becomes really, really negative. Now, there's some points that Kelvin brings up in his um, in his post. Kelvin, do you mind if I read this? Go for it. So I'm going to chime in on this because I have seen a lot of people posting about this today and the racial divide associated with this horrible situation. I kind of fit the script of this type of people being cited. Or criticize, excuse me. Uh, I'm white, actually Latino, descent, longtime gun owner, freedom advocate, Trump supporter, right winger, conservative, whatever you want to call it. I don't have a racist bone in my body. Some of the people I consider to be closest to me do not share my skin color. Maybe it's because I'm this way. I was raised in South Florida in the era of culture diversity that I don't understand why people are using this as a reason to, ex to accuse People like me of being racist and problematic in general statements. These two idiots that killed this young man deserve full extent of the law unless there are some details that would justify self-defense. Not out to the public yet. But even then, 
As a responsible gun owner who looks to protect my loved ones and those around us, I don't see the I don't see from the video how this was justified in any way. I see a lot of Black Lives Matter talk over the, this now, but I'm curious, why does that talk go viral only when something like this happens? For example, a security guard was gunned down by two black men for just doing his job and enforcing masks at a dollar store a few days ago. Doesn't that merit viral BLM talk? Black Lives Matter. Someone please kindly just help me understand since I have never been a racist nor experienced racism. I think that's something you kind of have to experience too to get a gist of it. Uh, I guess I have trouble swallowing why things like this have to make the conservative white males out to be animals and generalize us as some snarling group of white supremacists. There's a problem with humanity in general, not whites, blacks, Latinos, browns, gun, left, right, or anything in between. I just feel we need to seek more of God as a people and put him in the center of our lives, especially during trying times like these. I mean, very well written. Very, very well written. So applause to you for that. Um, it's not easy to write anything like that, um, especially knowing that you're going to get um, some backlash. So there's your round of applause. kicking me in the face while I was writing it. <laughs> So you're a family man, and you feel like there's something really, really bad about this. Now, you know, even on my team, I have, you know, James. He's black. Um, he's a Haitian uh, of descent. He's really calm, really mild guy. Um, a lot of a lot of my close friends, Manny, um, you know, I've been surrounded by it myself culturally, and I never understood it because even growing up on TV here, we would watch all that and everything, and they were always together, black, white. It didn't matter. And you just never saw it like that. Yeah. I mean, I know that there's a, there's still the older generation that's still around that still has a big issue with this, but. And I get it. It's a real thing. And one of my friends commented, he says, like, you're a racist. And if you would have been born in. So in, he's a friend. Yeah, he's a friend. Like, I mean, I think he was busting my chops a little bit, but, but uh, he said, like, if I would have been born in Georgia or one of these states like that, you know what I mean? I probably would have experienced it. Well, here's the reality. I have a Latin accent because I live in Miami and I was raised in Miami. If I would have been born in a southern state, I probably would have had a southern accent. Right. If you see me walking down the street, I mean, other than that I have brown hair and not blonde, like you're like, okay, that dude is white. You don't know my background. I could be Puerto Rican, Cuban like I am, or I could be, you know, Russian, Irish or whatever. The point is I'm talking about white skin, black skin, brown skin, all that stuff. So, you know, my problem is that I feel like when these things happen, these dudes are fools. I'm telling you, they had, you know, I, just, I can't even tell you how, how into the two-way community I am. These dudes had no immediate threat to their life. They didn't need to approach this guy in the way that they approached him. Um, I, I have no doubt that they're, they're just bad people. And the fact that they haven't been arrested yet just goes to show that there's corruption in the government, corruption in the in the the agencies in that area and they're trying to look out for their own people but the point is is that when you start talking about the white versus the black the this and i know that exists and i'm not dismissing it it just furthers the racial divide like why it's like when there's a mass shooting and they talk about the freaking guns i have i have a sbr with a suppressor behind the camera right now that i had in the truck with me and i unloaded the gun is not going to shoot himself I, I have to pick it up and start shooting people so you know, the problem is the people, their hearts, their motives. It's not 
whether they're white or they're brown or this, that, and a third. There's people in other sides of the world that will kill in the masses with no prejudice. The problem is humanity. The problem is, and again, I, I don't want to get biblical on people, but this stuff is written many, okay, so many thousands problem, of years ago. So the problem is humanity. Should humanity have guns? I mean, dude, here's the... Here, I mean, if you don't have guns, then you can't kill. Says who? I mean... I can, we I, eliminate guns completely. Home Depot, pressure cooker. I get you. I get Bro, you. I used to make Mirada Grass bombs when I, I was a kid I, this and is, blow up this mailboxes the things, all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this <laughs> up because these are the things that people are going to bring to you, to the table, right? So this is always going to be their fight or argument. It's a lot harder to kill somebody with a pressure cooker, quote unquote. That's what they're going to say, right? I understand. I think that you should be allowed to defend yourself. I get it. But if there is no guns, can't do you have to defend yourself with a gun? Or do you defend yourself back with a pressure cooker? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, So to that point, do you think guns that were not the the Second Amendment was not designed? It was designed. It was designed to protect the people from their government. I right. get it. Okay. I look not only that, but remember, it's, a, it's, it's your natural right, bro. And I and I, I, I share the same belief right. as you. But I have to, as as a moderator to this podcast, I have to look at it in both ends, right? Because I'm gonna I'm already gonna bring up the points that other people are gonna bring up, so that we can have this discussion and come up to a happy ground, right? And so that people can understand why you came up to that conclusion and why it's there, right? So that they can maybe take that at, at that advice or hear what you have to say, right? And actually hear it and then analyze it and say, well, what if I did this? And then you could say, well, you know, the reason that we don't do that is because of this. And then you guys can find a happy ground in between to solve that problem, to solve this big issue. So the big issue here being is anybody who owns a gun, anybody who's white is now being looked at as a, a, a leftist, or, or a Trump supporter, et cetera, et cetera. They're putting it more. They're putting it further than what it should be, which is what racism is in the beginning. Because my because I'm black, I am a piece of junk, and I'm worthless to society. That's or I'm ghetto, or I'm this, or I'm that. Whatever you want to put on that that stereotype of black people, that is what society has given that name, right? So if you're white and you and, and you walk around with a gun or you have the rebel flag or whatever, you're a gun owner and you're uh, you're racist and this and that, right? If you're Latino and you live anywhere near California, you're Mexican and you cross the border, which is not true. You're putting you're you're you're, you're looking at somebody and and judging them based upon. No actual facts of that person. Yeah. There was well, a comedian that I used to like, love. But it's like anything to. else. There's just that's what I'm saying. The problem is humanity. I mean, look, firearms between March and April, there's been like a spike of like three, three hundred percent in March, four hundred percent in April of gun sales, of which seventy five percent of them are new gun owners. The gun, same people yeah. who are anti gun right now are buying because they want to protect their families and, and their loved ones. So we realize from a natural perspective that a firearm can help protect you in a situation if where somebody is threatening your life. That doesn't change the fact that there's unfortunately evil out there. There's people, whether they, you know, they have psychological problems or they're demon-possessed or they have bad motives, bad however you want to look whatever. at it, that are out there. And if they have access to a firearm, a knife, whatever they have access to, they're going to use it for harm. That doesn't change it, which is why you have the natural right to protect yourself. Okay, so you know what I mean? Unfortunately, you cannot fight violence with peace. You have to fight violence with violence. When somebody's coming at you violently, it's either you're going to die or you're going to defend yourself. It's very Some simple. Some people disagree with that, though. I mean, Martin Luther King, was he violent? No, he wasn't violent. Seriously. I mean, sometimes you don't have to be violent. I, I disagree with that statement. I think that sometimes you can you can get past it. 
Sometimes right, you so can. somebody breaks into your house, they're ready to. We're not talking about the okay, situation. Okay. I'm saying sometimes you can't say all the time. You have to say, in there are some cases, there are times for everything. Right. There's a time to curse. There's a time to do certain things around your children, right. and there's a certain time that you don't. You learn this as a child. And that's you know why there's I mean? and that's why there's laws. That's why there's a castle doctrine. There's certain limitations, rules, disciplines that you have to understand. Absolutely. When it comes to firearm ownership. So there's clearly some, these dudes did not understand that. So there's some points that I brought to you before the show when I saw the video. I saw the video right before the show. I hadn't seen it beforehand. I saw the news media articles on it. I saw things that were happening beforehand. I saw your post first, and then I, all my friends sending me stuff, plus Kevin Hart and all the other people that I see that you know we follow closely. And then, um, and then I, you know, I see the movement, and so I decided to take a look at the video. Mm-hmm. Okay, what I see in the video, this is what I see. Not there. I can't tell you what what happened. I see him with his white shirt running towards a car that's parked forward. The guy already out of the car. The other guy in the back of the truck, right, with his gun, and another guy outside of his car with his rifle, right? They got a shotgun, I think. Shotgun, rifle, I can't tell, long-barreled gun, okay? We're going to call it like that. Comes around the vehicle, and this is where the camera turns a little bit, so you can't tell exactly what. Comes around the vehicle and gets into an altercation with the gentleman out of the car. Usually, when you see... Two guys with guns, you're not running towards them, okay? You can run the other way, you can run to the left, you can run to the right. You can go around the car and use the car as duck and cover, but you're never going to really engage on two gentlemen with a gun, especially when one has a, a higher vantage point. Maybe this guy had no idea about vantage point. Maybe this guy had no idea about guns, but let me tell you, usually when you see somebody with a weapon, you don't go towards them. Am I right or am no, I wrong on no, that? In general, you, yeah, I mean... I th- I, my understanding is that these dudes had been already harassing this guy. Okay. And they were literally chasing him down in the car. Where did you hear that from? That's what I read. I haven't seen you know, I, right. th- that's we're, what we're that's all what getting the information. That's the what's way. what's being said. Okay. Okay. What they said to him prior to that, that he felt that he needed to defend himself, I don't know. I'm sure that they look, listen, I, I, I have some Brazilian friends that live in Georgia that say that like they've been denied service at, at businesses because of their accent. So I get it. There's people out there, like I said, ignorant bad people who treat people this way. I don't know what merited this guy approaching and getting in an altercation with him, mm-hmm. but I will say this. if I, it, it, It's tricky because if somebody approaches me in an aggressive manner like that okay. in my car with my family or even by myself, okay. if it gets to a certain level that it, there's no other way, right? they're going to get clapped. And it's very simple. Okay? okay, I will try to avoid it as much as I can, but that's just what it is. That's my castle doctrine. For, for, for the for the viewers that don't know what clap means, what, what does that they mean? They will get shot. Okay. They will get shot because but your vehicle, but your now, business, and your home point, is... At this point, you are hunkered down where you need to be to protect your family, and you have no other out, and you're engaging yeah. at the target that's harm, you know, going to be causing harm to right. your family, which is what the law states. Right. right? Exactly. And I understand. And I'm, trust me... I, you and I are on the same wavelength on this. So right? technically from what the video shows, I'm sorry, this dude approached these guys and, and, and whatnot, right. all right? But Because he could have easily just turned around and ran the other I, way. Yeah, but... Easily, easily. There's, no, there's nothing stopping him. There's no wall. There's no barrier. There's nothing stopping him from turning around and going the other way. Yeah. If, somebody comes, if somebody comes after you and you have an out and you shoot them, you could be questioned in jail. I mean, you right. could be questioned at but, court. But from what I'm reading, these guys in the vehicle, like what the video shows is that moment Correct. where it happens. But these guys in the vehicle 
went out in their vehicle to approach this guy. Correct. Okay, so they were seeking him out. Like it's like saying if somebody if somebody How does uh, aggresses towards my vehicle or aggresses towards my house and right. then he's running, you know, this guy was apparently jogging and then I go after him in my car mm -hmm. to then shoot him down mm -hmm. after we get in an altercation. Right. Like at that point, you're looking for the fight. Correct. Because the, technically these guys could have also this not continued been, to pursue in the this vehicle. This guy could have been jogging, right? This is this, we're looking at it in a bunch of different scenarios. I'm I'm trying to look at it in your way. This guy was jogging, saw the car stop, didn't think much of it. They might have been harassing him. He might have said something back. They pulled up in the front, stopped their car, got out to go fight or alter or whatever. The guy goes around the car and says, you know what? I'm done with these guys. I'm going to just you know beat them up or whatever. They pulled out guns and they shot him. But from the beginning, the guy outside of the car, whether or not he saw it, has a big, long weapon. Big, long weapon. Maybe he thought it was a bat. I don't know, but usually, usually, right? right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't engage on that. You'd go around, continue running, maybe go back the other way, cut across through the maybe houses. Didn't, maybe didn't there's a it. many, there's many outs there from what I can see, many outs. So, do I see justification? No, I don't think that they should have shot him, regardless, regardless of the situation, right? If they were scrapping it out. I mean, the guy wasn't in immediate life-threatening danger. The only thing I could see was, was he trying to take the gun away? Um, and then the other guy saw it and then shot him. And actually, the black male was the one who was instigating and causing the problems. Who knows what the real true story is on this, yeah. right? So it's going to be a lot of hearsay. And the only persons to defend that right now are the people who are alive. So unfortunately, that gentleman doesn't have the opportunity to say his piece in court. Unfortunately, and that's the problem that, that uh, I think a lot of people see with guns. I think that I, I get it. I get where they're coming from. And, and but the problem is, is that you also have to look at it in both perspectives. If you still had an out, why didn't you take the out? Are you talking about uh, I'm talking about the, the gentleman running? Hey, Dude, you have to think about well, it this way. If, well, he thinks about that. Why don't we just answer back to some people before you get like, yeah. super far back? All right. Yeah. So uh, we have here. <clears throat> Robert, what up, Robert? How you doing? He says, "Hey, how you doing?" What's so, Robert? Manny, Manny, if there's corruption in the justice system and they're looking out for their people, who's their people? That's what I want to know. Who's yeah. their people? Law enforcement. Law enforcement. I mean, this guy was you know, in the DA, right? He was. Uh, yeah. Uh, people. The dad was a. Somebody wrote the dad was a police officer. Some, uh, something like that. that mean there is racist people in their justice system. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. There's there's it, racist there's people an, in, in in everything in everything. No, but it's like anything else. Like, look, in military, in law enforcement, Everything. in life, like, you look out for your friends. Dude. If you're in law enforcement, you look out, you look out for your brothers. In the look army, you look wall. out for your... Look oh, I know, wall. I know. I when understand. I first started, you know how much racism I got? You know how much racism I got from Cubans that I was repatriating? I'm Cuban. I'm Cuban descent. You know what they would tell me? How are you going to do this to your family? How are you going to do this to your people? Don't don't even get me started on like the slurs that I got that like it actually ended up being like court-martialed I mean, dude, There's there's ra ra race uh, Racial issues among Hispanics is huge. I mean so like it's everywhere old school Cubans can't stand new school Cubans everywhere. Uh, South Americans have problems everywhere. with with Cubans uh, Certain Central Americans don't like so you know, I mean Marcus unfortunately is. what does it boil down to again? There's a problem with humanity. There's oh, a yeah. problem with people's hearts People are bitter. People are angry. 
you know, the devil is moving amongst us. He's looking for people to steal, kill, and destroy. And that is written, bro. And that's how I believe it. And unfortunately, it's what's happening. And sometimes what we need to do when these things are happening is, instead of pointing the finger at each other, point the finger at where the attack is really coming from. It's something that we can't see. Kind of like COVID-19. We can't see it, right? Fortunately, these people are being driven. They're being motivated by probably things that they don't even understand. Uh. Manny says Malcolm X not MLK. The dad was uh, my dad. Uh, the dad was a former cop. That's from Marcus. Um, Manny says clapped, <laughs> laugh out loud. I guess is what he's doing there. Sorry, I got a uh, tweet there. <laughs> discrimination is real. Hate is real. Um, I agree. I I, I understand. He that was that. unarmed. My post was about helping me understand because because I'm not a racist. I've never experienced it. This case is just like Trayvon. I don't think so. Not from what I see in my point. Anti-black vigilantes that twist the law. Tomorrow, May 8th, would have been Ahmad's 26th birthday. His family asked that everyone go out for a run, jog, or walk, and post with Run with Ahmad. Yeah. And, and honestly, I feel for that family. I do. I really I feel do. for any family that loses anybody. I feel for the family of the guard. I feel for, all, you know, there was a shooting last yesterday in, in, in uh, just outside of, uh, I think it was near Alapata or something like that. Three kids got shot. What a bad I mean, again, problems with humanity. That's really what it boils down to. What up to Tony from True Audio? What's up, Tony? Uh, PK. Uh, check out uh, <laughs> Sean, uh, Sean Reed, who was killed in Indianapolis by police, shot 15 times running. We're not talking about that one. We're talking about this one. No, no, he's I'm saying he's that there's a million injustices. We're, we're yeah. agreeing to you, Marcus. I'm specifically talking about this one, to be honest with you. And again, and this is like about not generalizing. For example, with the problem with law enforcement, man, I know so many great cops. Absolutely. So many great cops. Absolutely. And, and but they're but they're generalizing an entire. There's a couple guys. Entire thing. There's people. There's people who join law enforcement to literally serve and protect. There's Correct. people who joined because they had a, uh, what is an authority complex growing up. Right. Yep. And there's people that join for an excuse to kill. And it's unfortunate. But again, 100%. it all boils down to the 100%. problem with humanity. I've seen good cops and I've seen bad cops. 100%. Working with them one-on-one before, I can tell you there are a, <laughs> there, there are a good majority of, 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 I would say, 50-50, to be honest with you. You know, and I know some people will say maybe because I'm white, but I've gotten pulled over by cops. I'm like, hey, man, I have my gun on me. There are cops like, that cool. can't stand cops. They're like, cool. Don't even take it out. I don't care. Yeah. Just can I have your license and registration? Absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Uh, well, because I usually keep my gun on me, and then sometimes mm-hmm. I have one in the glove. Yeah, it's in my pocket. I gotta reach. Right. They'll tell you grab no, it with your I'll left have one in the glove, and they'll be like, and they're like, they'll be like, okay, go ahead. I'm sure they have their hands on their gun, but Ready you know what go. I mean. Yeah. Like, it, it, you know, I don't know. As long as you're open and you and you speak it out, most of most, again. It's a 50-50. You're rolling the dice. And I agree with people. We need to fix this problem. Absolutely. What's yeah. the solution? How do you figure it out? How do you figure out who's good, who's bad? How? Because I can tell you, even in the police department, it's clicky, just like it was in the military. It's super clicky. There's groups and there's other groups. And sometimes you got to get along because one's higher than the other. And you, in order to advance and all that good stuff, I get it. Look, Trust me. I won't name any names, but there's a guy in our industry that he was law enforcement. And he got it handed to him by his own people. Yeah. Because, uh, you know. Yeah, he, I get it. He tried to do the right thing. He was going to bring some people <laughs> forward, and he served time for it. Listen, I, I can tell you uh, I've seen it many, many times. Many, many times. Firsthand seen it. Firsthand seen it. So it's, it's, there, is a, there is a massive problem, but it's not just there. It's everywhere, man. I mean, it's, it, we can't just stop at the police department there. 
it, it happens in jobs. It happens anywhere. It happens all over the place. It's got to stop. I don't. I don't know. I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up seeing that. It really hit me when I left. It really. I never gotten racial slurs like that until I left. When I got to Virginia and other places, it really, really hit me. Yeah, I have a friend who was Costa Rican that he moved to like North Carolina, and he said that, like, he would say that he's from uh, Costa Rica, and they're like, "What part of Mexico is that?" Bro, it's <laughs> crazy. Ignorant people, man. It's like, crazy. You can't. Unfortunately, you know, the only it's way crazy. that I see that you can fix that is with prayer, man. I spend yeah. my days praying about our what world, about you, man. Ruben? Praying about people. You've and been quiet on that, this one. You know what I mean? That you've been quiet on this one, Ruben. Yeah. You got what, nothing to say, man. What can I tell you? Yeah, to me, it was an injustice. I don't care what happened to that guy, but he was killed cold blood. That's my opinion. Okay. What about solutions? Nothing? Anybody got there's, solutions there's out there? Really, I would really, I'd really like yeah, to hear. I don't have a solution for it. <clears throat> uh, Anthony says, some cops just want the badge. Alex, I agree, definitely. So Alex says, America is divided, and that needs to change ASAP. My solution is so like that. We should be united against I'm each sorry. other. Okay. I'm, yeah, yeah. No, you're good, man. No, no, Listen, I just... I, I, I'm reading what they're saying yeah, here, yeah, right? Yeah. But we all agree on the same thing. There's an injustice. It needs to stop. The, the, there's a good majority of people feel the same way. But how? Okay, we can talk to we're blue in the face, but how do we really start the movement? How do we really get people to engage in this? How oh, do we that's really, one of the things that I'm... They're, they're saying that Black Lives Matter is the movement, is the thing that's going to make it happen. But is it really? Is it really? Because now you're generalizing one piece of the puzzle. Well, I, I, I feel one. that it is. I feel that it is, but again, it has to be. Uh, uh, I think it's all lives matter, and that's what I'm. You know, well, people would say, "Oh, now you're you're using my Black Lives Matter against uh, all lives matter." Well, it's actually putting you in part of it. I, you know, I listened to jo uh, Joyner Lucas, and in one of his his uh, uh, lyrics, he's you know he he talks about it. He goes, "The song is called I'm Not Racist." You should listen to it. It's, it's a great song, and he talks about both, and he plays both characters in his song. Great song. For those of you that are into hip hop, you know, um, Manny can chime in on this all the time. We talk about it in the at the, the barbershop all the time, you know. Um, uh, my my really really close friend, uh, Burke, uh, who who I served with in the military, uh -huh. you know, he he got to show me, physically show me, what it was like. Because here in Miami, I have black friends, and yeah, we saw it, but we would you know we did what kids do, anyways. You know, we, we saw it, and um, it wasn't as as intense as it is when you're out of here. Miami Miami does have a big culture together, and and we don't I don't think we see it as much as we do in other places. You know, I, I mean, you I, can go to Punta Gorda, Florida, and you can get hit right now. Like you can literally. Uh, get and, it. and I know it, man. I'm not turning a blind eye to it. Like uh, you know, I hang out a lot with Rob DJ Rob Alson. Mm -hmm. Shout out to him, bro. He's out there. Uh, with the fire department right now, hustling it. But I'll go out with him to a restaurant, and you know, like a Spanish restaurant, and he's like a tall black guy with, with dreads, and I'll be like, well, like, you know, the room will kind of stop for a minute, and I see those things. But, I mean, I just, I can't repeat myself, you know. Problem is humanity, people, ignorance, and that's my problem with, you know, when the white guy shoots the black guy, that we get in this crazy viral uh, Black Lives Matter movement, because all it's doing is it's further dividing us, creating more animosity, um, and there's just a problem with humanity that needs to be addressed, man. I mean, uh, unfortunately, most people don't subscribe to uh, to the thought of God, but I think that the solution is there. Ruben and says, uh, Ruben Alvarez says, uh, get close to God. So yeah. he's, he's in agreement with you. Alyssa uh, says, uh, Kelvin 
you are not white to white people. It's true. 100% agree with that. Uh, Anthony from uh, True Audio says, uh, starts at the training ground. Uh, yeah. So he's, I'm, I'm assuming he starts when, when you're young. The solution is uh, supposed to fall in the hands of justice. That's why we have laws. Unfortunately, it doesn't apply to all. So you're saying, Manny, that if we fix our justice system, that it'll stop racism? I don't think that's where it lies, honestly. Uh, Do you guys think that uh, by living in Miami as a Hispanic person, do you see the experience of racism? Sometimes it depends. It depends on where, like in Miami, I not really because we're the majority. And to be honest with you, and I'm not saying Cuban is the majority anymore because it's really not. Uh, it really is. We probably don't because, like for example, amongst the Cuban community, like such a high number yeah. of the Cuban population is Afro that right. it's like you'll hear comments between Cubans like, "Oh, you're Negro," but like they all love each other right. essentially. No, and, I'm gonna, and, and I'm gonna go and, against. I'm gonna go against what you're saying right now. The, I'm sorry. Remember, I'm older than all of you. The older generation of Cubans, actually, there was a lot of racism when it comes to... Oh, 100%. It's horrible. 110%. It's horrible. I've experienced it when I've listened to people speaking about it. That that comes from the Spaniard influence. 100%. That comes from the Spaniard influence. Uh, Again, I think think he had another point going on there. I think Tony has a bigger point. I think it starts when you're young. But if you're taught young wrong and you grow up like that, that that's all you're going to know. I think a lot of it has to do with what happens at home. Right, and that's why it's one of those things where, but like, when you start pushing these agendas at your home, it happens at home, and you have to have common sense. But you can still change. I'm it. sorry, yeah. you can still change it. No, you right. have to educate yourself, and I agree. You know, the Bible can't educate you on this, but some people don't believe in it. So, how do we get to those people? I don't know. You feel me? I don't know. Some people are completely different. And well, like, I'll give talk, you an example. We're not just what? talking about the Bible because I I didn't just study the Bible. I studied actually a few different religions. I couldn't decide on what I wanted if I didn't know about them all. That's how I felt about it. So what I'm saying is, for example, like if you go and you put a post on social media, like, you know, angry about this, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I find it hard to believe that you later won't vent about that with your wife or with your family at home. And what that's doing is it's creating more animosity at home about that particular subject. Like the white guy shot the black guy or this or that and a third. Like, I just again, like I just kind of wish that people would look at it from a human standpoint and from a mental illness standpoint and from a hate and from a from uh, that standpoint and you know like it's just more like i don't know how many generations it's going to take for for racism to be gone (sighs) but but uh i think that it kind of starts with looking at it from hey this human did this to this human not that this white guy did this to this black guy i mean i mean i remember when when tattoos like if you had a tattoo it was like a bad omen bro like unfortunately their if their drive was that they're racist that just that just that just that's their that's their infection that's their disease I suppose, yeah. you know. Yeah, uh, like Patrick to... says, "Word up to you guys. Have a cold one for me." Yeah, I'm gonna grab it right now. <laughs> <laughs> right after this comment, here, but it's promise. keto friendly. It's keto um, friendly. It's not. Back to your <laughs> question of how would I solve it? Uh, as a matter of fact, I solved it personally because I own. Uh, I want to say I was about 22, 23. I owned the Smith and Wesson uh, Ladysmith. I bought it because it was nice and compact. I could hide it wherever. Oh, no, you I had you owned the Ladysmith? Yes, I did. Ask him for his man card. Oh, sorry, Please. dude. I, I was looking for compact, nine millimeter. Listen, I'm man, a bust I, the cap. Again. You know what? As so, I, 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 so what about that's how you solved. It? I don't get it. But very yeah. simple. How I solved it was I had it probably for about a year. I felt like I'm for the people that know me. They know I'm mild mannered. I'm quiet. But when you piss me off, I lose my head. 
I thought that that gun was going to bring me a problem. I got rid of it. That's how I solved the problem. At least in my, that's how I solved it for me. Now, that, can everybody that, do that? A, no. That's a tough subject well, but for here's, but no. here, You exactly. want me to tell you so, what, bro? And, and I understand that danger, but part of having a firearm is like, it's like saying like if you're a trained martial artist, when your hands are capable of doing certain things, you have to understand Understood. your ability. I couldn't. And so you have to understand your discipline. We're going back but that to the takes same time. Thing. I didn't have. I I'll didn't give have you an example. When I first got a gun, dude, one of my friends, there was a guy who was who was who was like right riding my ass, and he was honking at whatever. And my boy got out of the car, pulled my gun out of the dash, and pulled it on the guy. And I said, "Are you out of your mind, bro? Like brandishing will put you in jail." Yeah, of you know what I mean. So, like, there's a tremendous amount of responsibility. Like, I've gotten in arguments with people, and I got my gun on my side, and I won't even think about pulling it out because my life is not in danger. I wouldn't so, have that discipline, so I got rid of it. But that I, discipline is developed over time, really 100%. understanding the scope uh, of it. hundred percent. I mean, I, 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 as somebody who has, like you, quite a few, you have more than I do, but quite a few, um, you know, being around them for quite some time before I was even allowed to own one. Um, Sandy can tell you there are days that I'm not mentally there and I say I'm not going to bring it. They're very few, far in between, but there are some days that I'm just like, you know what? Today, I don't have it. We're going to stay in. We're going to, you know, we're not going to go out. We're, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to, you know, take it easy. I've experienced it. Yeah. We're going to take it easy because there, there, there are times. Man. I've experienced it from Eddie. The anger. Yeah. Yeah. There are, there are times that, you know, I, I get, I get, uh, I get a little, you know, pushed and, uh, and I, and I get a little fed up with humanity. Like you said, I get a little fed up with humanity and um well that's like like again like fighters like there's some guys who are savages in the rings and they're peaceful on the outside and there's guys who are beating their wives yeah you know what i mean and beating up people abusing i think it's it's inside it's inside i think you have to look deep inside of you and think is this right is this wrong is this right or is this wrong anyways let's uh let's move on to the big one happening in miami uh don shula passes away it's a sports topic guys so don shula i know ruben you being the oldest in the room, you're gonna have a lot to say on this one. No, not really. I'm actually I'm not a Dolphin fan, but I did respect him as a man, as a coach. I actually spent all of uh, that's this was two days ago now that it happened. I spent all day watching every single clip, yes. every single um, show that had to do about him because again he needed to be respected. The Absolutely man was not. incredible. An icon for I grew my, up a for, baseball for fan. Florida. I inherited uh, dolphin fanism through my my, my wife's family, <laughs> and I get that it's tough to be a fan of uh, oh, so of the dolphins. But so yeah, no, I definitely know that the guy was, I mean, had incredible merits. I mean, he was he was a legend in his own. And, uh, and you put your tail in between your legs, just like my brother-in-law. Yeah, huh? I've never eaten a Shula Steakhouse. Is it good? It's okay. All right. It's okay. I don't know. It's good stuff. It's okay. It's sorry. It's not bad. Yeah. Um. Wh- what about um. So in in baseball, what's, what's your team? The Marlins. Marlins, bro. Who's I, your favorite all time? Marlins. Sheffield. Sheffield and Conine. Conine. For me. Yeah, yeah, Conine for me. Like that's kind of like you know. Yeah. I remember hitting the uh, streets of Flagler when we won. I think Gary Sheffield was great for us, but I think he did better af- after he left us. Yeah. He definitely did better. Yeah, but we're good at doing that. Yeah. We get rid of him at the wrong time. We develop, in we almost every best. sport, except we, for except for for basketball, for some reason, sometimes we get some really good players in basketball. And we hold on to them. Yeah. No, I, don't know. I know the Dolphins no, does that a lot thing. too, man. No, same thing. Look, we held Wade for a really long time. We held um, no, we held no, Alonzo no. Mourning for a really long time. Uh, uh, no, but we, we, we got to talk about the ones I mean, that you let go. 
Okay, we so let go, go. You let go of Karan Butler. You let go of Who Steve. Who are we holding? Any Steve, other? Any other? Uh, Steve Smith. I can keep going down the bro, line. Like, bro. like in, I, any I other, in any other sport, who have we held? Really, honestly, uh, Marino. Well, you know, like what I don't get, like for example, and I guess I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't manage a sport. I don't manage a sports team, but like I went to high school with Frank Gore, and like I was a rock star yes, in Gables, and what I don't know why the Dolphins didn't pick him up. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. Like we should have picked him up, and what he did. They should for, have kept him. Well, what he did for, for California, he should have done for us, man. I mean, yep. straight up. Felix Sama. Ladies and gentlemen, Felix Sama in the Damn. building. What's up, buddy? Thank you. Felix and I have been uh, chatting it up on the outside, and uh, he, he decided to join us on the on the show. Thank you, Felix, for coming in. He says, these guys, meaning the shooters, Greg and Travis McMichaels, have to be accountable, ha- have to be accountable for what transpired on the day. Yep. How can you tell me... Uh, if I think you're going to be responsible for a string of burglaries, I have the right to hunt you down and shoot you. Uh, you okay, don't so, have the right. So he, he, he's saying that uh, within this, there was the, the meaning behind it was that they... They took the they, law into their own hands. They took the law into their That's own hands. And that, and that basically they had reason to believe that this yeah. guy was involved in a lot of burglaries. Is that what's going on? That's why I, I didn't hear that story. So if you, ex- can, if, you can, yeah. if you can definitely give yeah, yeah. me a site or something that, that, that came out, But bro, out, even if great. they suspected um, that he was involved in burglaries... 100%. 100%. We're going to get to that. But I want to find out where he got that site from. You tell uh, him? Guys, this was... No, I saw that in a couple places. You saw it in a couple places? But is it is it because somebody said that or is it because those guys put it out on their Facebook or maybe that was their excuse I don't know I have no idea all right guys this is the brilliant injustice I hope the court system gets it right justice for uh, I rarely do unfortunately what you're doing Eddie see you soon yes Felix we will see you soon glad you uh you chimed in on this I I hope you're still listening because we definitely wanted to go growing up Felix's school was it I know that uh listen Felix I went to his school for a minute, and I know that uh, my boy, uh, Chris Valencia, that we went to elementary school together, he wasn't there, there for go. a long time. And Chris is doing good now as a DJ, I think. There you go. Chris there Valencia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot. Man, I, we, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We, we, I had a lot of good tight stuff. guys in my circle that are, are all doing pretty good for themselves now. And he's and, and he's here I am applying for the PPP. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's big into, uh, into house, though. So. so am I. Uh, he's deep, though. He's deep. Yeah, real, real deep. Awesome. No, Unconventional. Chris, I love deep. Chris Valencia. He's good. Conventional deal. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rudy Gill's in, in the house. Um, Rudy let me down yesterday, bro. Yeah. I'm going to pull you out. I'm just going to call it out. It's and I can thank my boy George Vidal for getting right me into the house. Um, Felix Zama is definitely going to be coming on the show really soon. Uh, we're working on something really big um, behind the scenes. We want a couple of celebrities to come in. I don't want to give out too much, but basically uh, the show is getting a little bit more popular. I am working on getting a bigger podcasting studio, etc. Um, Kelvin and I were just talking about it beforehand. Uh, some of the things that we can, you know, improve on just what I have here because a lot of the places that I normally order stuff from uh, are closed or they're not being able to get it out to me in time. And uh, there's very specific gear that I'm looking for. So for now, we're we're making it happen what we have, but eventually, I definitely want to get a, a little bit bigger and better uh, studio. Uh, he says he was fishing for tarpon. Cool. I hope you caught something. You didn't bring me back I'm anything good. I'm hating. You on missed. That. You missed my show. You missed what we had going on for you, and you didn't even bring me back fish, bro? Bro, I can't That's even catch tough, a peacock man. bass right now. My lake, like, th- the dudes dry. on the other side of the lake are it's getting dry. everything, and I'm not getting anything. I even tried cat food. They're using gold. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's throwing cat food out for chum. Boy, it, it works. <laughs> but they still won't bite. Uh, okay, so Ruben Alvarez says, I had an employee who was uh, from Virginia. He told me straight up he was uh, prejudiced against black people. His responding was ignorant. Okay, I'm going to tell you then. Now, with, with, with that chime in right there, I lived in Maryland for uh, seven years. I got a water. 
And I'll tell you right now, it's the reverse racism that supposedly goes on everywhere else. I mean, they they see a Latino and they see a white person. Uh, it's predominantly, unfortunately, in the uh, in the DMV area, it's predominantly all black, and they look down on you in that area. And I can and I lived it. I can tell you that much. So it's everywhere. Oh, shout out to people. Got to learn how to be people. Javi's in the I building. Respect. You heard? Well, but it's unfortunate. Javi's in the man. building. I mean, they went through it. Which Javi? Javi Perez. What's up, Javi? Do you know Javi Perez, uh, no. Kelvin? Perez. Javi Perez was uh, the uh, the principal who was uh, had an unfortunate accident. Oh, yeah. That, uh, yeah, you saw it on the news, right? Yeah. 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 So we, we did the marathon. He jumped onto a baseball field and uh, rammed yep. them into a concrete block. And now he supports um, uh, prosthetic legs and uh, those yeah. who have amputations. And he's really make a strong movement in it. If you guys haven't been following Check out Javi Strong. He's uh, he's doing a lot of things there. Give so he says chance. he said do the show from uh from our clinic, there you Modern go. Med nice. Centers. There you go. Did he Javi just, says Ruben. Did he put the whole name right there? That's what I was going to go. Modern for. Med Modern Med Centers. centers. They're located like uh, I want to say close to 72nd and Bird Road, right around that area. Hey, let's talk about it, Javi. Let's do it. All right. Freddie says, "Qué pasa, coach?" What's up, Fred? Uh, Again, my DPR family. I miss y'all. Uh, hopefully we'll see each other soon, man. Y'all take care. Be safe. So, uh, Felix, I hope you heard that last one. I don't know if you're still in, but uh, we'll definitely get to that. Hopefully you'll watch the rerun. I know he's a busy guy, man, but definitely shout out to him. It's really, really an honor to have him on the show real soon. Anyways, let's get to the next one. Italy no, open. Before, before uh, oh, that, you're absolutely right, Freddie. For me, get me here to the show. Beer. You got it. <laughs> this show is uh Unknowingly sponsored by Heineken. Heineken has no idea. I have Actually, Corona. Ru- Ruben brought his own beer. Oh, uh, okay. I'm leaving now, guys. <laughs> With my two, the two beers I got left, I'm out of here. That was his one complaint about the show yesterday. You know that? What? It was 99. percent It was a 99 percent success. Ariel bought Corona, oh but then God. Ariel bought Corona. Horrible. I'm sure it was unspecial. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Oh, Dro. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the other that was the other mishap. So <laughs> if you guys didn't know, we <laughs> I don't know if we should even say this on the air. Of course. This is hilarious. The ATF is listening. Is, I'm telling you. <laughs> this is hilarious. So <laughs> we're we're running the show and I'm I'm on deck and I'm DJing and he's like Dro's like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the camera so I can get you, man. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. You know, we had a roving camera and he and uh, and I said, you know how to do this? I got it, I got it, I got it. So he's there, and I guess he wasn't paying attention, and he got right next to the flamethrower. And I didn't see it because I'm in it, and uh, I missed. And it. he got burnt like his whole leg, and he's doing this little happy dance, and all of a sudden everybody's just cracking up as he's running away, ah, doing this well, little. Got, the flame didn't get him. What got him was the the uh, the, the heat. heat. Yeah. And then like it burnt all the little you can, hairs. You can smell it. You can there, smell it I the think room. there's a there's a video online. So of we were cooking bacon. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, bro, you guys made a little cajachina with me, bro. Uh, <laughs> I fr- there's another there's a reggaetonero that he got too close to a CO2 jet and it like it, it like fa- that was Faruco. Oh, was it Faruco? It, yeah, blew, that, it blew off his wig or off <laughs> his fake hair. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, decade? Hold on. I'm going to put you live. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, Ariel from Confetti Fog and Effects. What up? What up? Ariel, go ahead and lower yeah. down the, the the sound system yeah, on the computer. It. There you go. We don't need I that feedback. It, what's up, man? What's up? How's everything? So we shouldn't have said that? <laughs> oh, man. Too late? That was funny, bro. Too Joe, late. Uh, Joe stepped in 
Uh, Joe, um, I'm sorry, Joe stepped into the red zone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we have been the other the other night. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hilarious. All right. Uh, all right, Ariel. We got to get you on the show, man. I know you told me the other day you were, you were ready to go. So I think Kelvin yeah. set it off for you. I think that's what, what it is. What? I, For sure. What? Yeah, we were like, Kelvin's going on the show. He's like, yo, you know what, man? I, I'm, I'm ready to go on your show. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Oh, man. So we're excited, man. We have a lot of people that want to come on. So we're, we're, I'm looking forward to it. Dale, bro. Thank you. Later. All right. So um, let's give some shout outs here. Uh, what up, Eddie? Talk to you soon. Later today. So uh, Michael wants to know what's the topic of the show for today. Uh, we have a few. SBA program was the first one. Uh, the killing of Ahmad Aubrey, uh, Don Shula passed away, and now we're on topic number four. Italy officially reopens following two-month lockdown. Nice. Okay. Um, so apparently they locked down, they locked everybody up, and they're opening up. I mm. mean, how long have we been? I don't know. It feels like a minute. At least for me, it feels like the beginning of March, right? I don't know. How long have uh, we Sandy, long. do you have a yeah. March Have what? you seen those really cool videos of, like, 14, of the wildlife right? coming into Venice and swimming through the through the 14, canals. 13, 14, it's right beautiful. Right yep. So we've been officially locked down from Mar- from March 13, 14. So we're in. Uh, okay, but it doesn't apply to us because coming we don't on know. May what? What's the name? It doesn't apply to us because we don't know how to behave. May seventh. So se- so one more week technically would be two months. Yeah, it's not the same. One more week. The real question is for us industry out. guys like, how how long have we been in a financial lockdown? At what point did people start seeing the cancellations? I can tell you that. February. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, uh, that's when we started seeing a lot of the cancellations, and we started seeing a lot of postponements. Thank God that we had some customers that wanted to move uh, forward with installs, but man, people started canceling, and I get it. If, yeah. you're, if you're a promoter, you're putting on a show, and you know, you're not going to invest into something that's not going to happen. We got hit last minute. It was, And how long are we going to be without it, too? That's the that's bigger question. It's going to be a while. All right, nice real topics. Very cool. Thanks, Michael. Um, there's always one. That's right, Anthony. There's always one that ruins it for everybody. With that being said, let's get to the one that I really wanted to get to. Um, the barber that opened up was willing to take the fines, but now the county or whatever is saying that they are going to um, fine him and his employees for opening up illegally. Quote, unquote, illegally. Could someone please offer this man a solution? Because... He hasn't, he hasn't received for a anything. Loan. He's got to pay his bills. He's got a family to feed. Like, somebody give him a solution. Like, that's, that's what we're here for. As opposed to fining him. That's what we're here for. Put him in direct contact with somebody that will issue him a grant. Get him uh, some government assistance. Like, you know, everybody wants to enforce these rules, but they, nobody has a solid solution. <laughs> okay. Diana, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um... I don't know. I guess you know? So, the way I see it, I would have gone mobile. Dude, but Honestly, you would have what? Truthfully, I would have gone yeah, mobile. Yeah, but I mean, look, yeah, but most, most barbershops, you know, wait, no. Again, if you go to a person's house, technically it's, not, it's illegal. No, it's not. No. You're not supposed to be cutting hair. You're not supposed to be, you know, no, interacting with you're people. You're visiting. Right. Dude, there's a loophole to everything. Of course, I, I would have. Look. Okay, look, but here's the thing. A barber look, can't pay. Here's, the, here's what. Here's what the solution. Here's what people are arguing. Okay. Isn't it their problem if they already know what they're going into and they, they could possibly catch the disease or whatever? Isn't it, isn't it my right to, 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 to have we, that, put that on me? Do we not go back to where we spoke with Manny last week? That's what I'm saying. All right, then. That's what I'm they saying. They got to sign a I'm waiver. A, I, look, I am, I am, look, I want to open up just as bad as anybody else, but we have to, you have to, you have to be able to, this is, 
not political. This is just opening up the eyes for everyone. There are going to be some people very, very strong opinionated to why are we opening up? We don't need to be opening up. And I want to stop you there. I want to know how many of those people that are in that position are still getting paid. That's what I want to know. Does it matter? Yep. Of course it matters. Because if you're saying let's not open up and you haven't gotten a PPP or a stimulus or an EIDL or whatever and you're not getting paid, I would bet that the position would change. Cool. Uh, Sandy, is uh, is your landlord getting anything? Any money? Any help? Does she want to open back up? Does she want to come outside? Fear. There you go. Fear. And she probably why? doesn't even know why. That, that's again, the big stop, one. Stop the fear. Stop the fear. Boy. Yeah, stop I'm going to hit you hey, with that who's, who's our pandemic? How much yeah, news does she watch? Stop. Stop watching. TV the, doesn't turn Stop off. watching the news. You Guys, you got to have common sense. Guys, I think that one of the major responsible, takeaways. Be responsible. Like right now, like I said, I'm going back to the mobile thing. If you're going out there because you need to resolve for your family and you do it responsibly, you go out there with your glove, especially them, again, because they're they're barbers. And, and as a matter of fact, uh, the nail salons, or the, the hair yeah, salon, whatever. go out there with your gloves, go out there with your mask, oh, talk to the, your client. And these people, to get their licenses, they have to understand hygiene to begin with. So talk I'm to sure your, that they're willing you talk to, to your client. And like Manny said, which was the, the most amazing thing I think that we covered last week, sign a waiver. If they get upset, guess what? You're going to have to wait two months before you get a haircut. Her landlord may have money saved up. That's definitely not it, Marcus. I I can tell you that firsthand. She's making her continue trying to pay and all kinds of stuff, bro. I think that aside from preparation and a lot of things that have been exposed to this this entire situation, if I was a mega power, this would be like a real head-scratcher and an epiphany to the fact that it's amazing how many people you can control if you scare them enough. But that's what the whole world, literally. That's what they keep saying. That's what you. That's what social. That's what the media is doing to us. You know what I mean? I'm not dismissing that Corona is real. Okay. I, I believe it. Okay. But it's amazing how quickly you could control people and how many things could happen while everybody's under control that can get swept under the rug. Hey. Oh. Hey. Hey. Guys. By the way. Uh. You know. Pentagon. UFOs are real. While we're at it. You know, like start. <laughs> Manny, said, Manny, Manny killed me on the last episode of that one. He goes, he goes. Oh, so we're just gonna add to this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a plot twist: UFOs are real. Well, I mean, that video's been out for a while, and you've seen the guys go on rogue and the pilots for the for the jets and confirm and talk about the stories and all that stuff. But all of a sudden, oh, the Pentagon goodness. releases it conveniently now, while we're in the this middle pandemic. of a lockdown, just to like you know. Yeah. Sidetrack. Yeah. I mean, uh, so he said. Uh, Manny says uh, we aren't allowed to cut people. In, in houses either once again responsibly listen responsibly or not responsibly you get caught you get in trouble are you gonna get caught you get caught you're in trouble okay once again how are you i get, get you what you're saying but if you get caught you're in trouble if we're not saying will you or how you if uh, if you get caught you're in trouble being in so that, do you think that's fair i'm not in that situation right now but think, i show up with a do start you think it's fair no it's not fair but again i will Why? show up i will show up with a little bag and a styrofoam right. uh, container. Tell like it to I'm the doing, judge. Like I'm going do, Tell doing it to a the delivery. Because they're not going to care. Coming to do a delivery and I come right back out. I make sure I leave that container there and I go. The guy go came out, got his hair cut and tells all his friends. Yeah. Which happens all the time. Ask Manny. He should. Uh, again. I did it on my show. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's just, you, you're stripped of your rights, man. 
honestly, I now we're getting somewhere here. The, finally, and now I'm gonna it go was said. Now, now I'm going, I mean, look, now I'm going it back was to, said. Going back to it's hearsay. It's boom. I didn't cut his hair. Just drop the hammer. Tell him cut, again, Kelvin. I didn't cut his hair. Tell him again, Kelvin. He's not listening. Bro, here's the thing, man. Right now, law enforcement doesn't have a lot to do other than crack down on things that are insignificant. And and unfortunately, dude, like, you know, I've seen a lot of guys, like, uh, in a highly apartment building cutting hair outside in the parking lot or in a front Bingo. porch or something like that. If you got the wrong one who crosses you, they're going to they're gonna try to, you know, issue a citation or whatever, and then that could get to the Department of Agriculture and you could lose your license. Like, I a mean, lot. there's a word for this. And if I use it, of course, I'm an extremist or whatever. But this is like... Like I'm gonna salt base some tyranny on this whole situation, and and yep. I'm just gonna say that like it's unfair, it. dude, because people have to feed their families. They have to. You know what I mean? So far, look, all our vendors, a lot of our bills are cooperating, but some are not. Look, you one of the I mean? big ones that hit me, Kelvin, this is the big one that hit me when they said you can't go fishing. I'm sorry, but now you're holding my right to go hunting for food. That's a big one. How much more socially distant can you get than being in the middle of the ocean with a sea breeze? I think they should have just punished those that didn't follow it. Like, I get it. These guys that are going out on their fancy yachts with a bunch of chicks and partying and all that stuff. I think they should punish Ridiculous. those that are doing wrong. But if you're going to go out but and to, fish. But to, to, to literally go out and say, hey, you can't go fishing. You cannot go out fishing because other people can't social distance. Uh. You're literally taking my right to go hunting. Manny wants to talk about the lady real quick that uh that, that, yeah. Well actually the governor just uh the governor yesterday announced that they gotta release her. Nobody can be jailed for that. And uh, at, Diana look, said, um look at what, uh, I didn't get shenanigans, no stimulus. I pay my own mortgage. Unfortunately I let my son claim me as a dependent, so I don't qualify for HDP. And are yep. you are you a are you a W two or ten ninety nine, Diana? What what uh what do you do for, for a living, or if you have a living? Unfortunately, we claimed our kids and our kids got shafted. Talk about the lady in Texas got jail time uh, for opening during COVID nineteen. All right, we'll talk about that. Give me a few seconds. Look at Carl's. SBA slashes disaster loan limit from two million to one hundred and fifty thousand. Shuts out nearly all applicants. Shortage of money and crush of application leads to the Small Business Administration to close its portal to most businesses and limit the size of loans look they should have done that from the beginning to be honest with you they should have taken care of the small guy and then moved on to the bigger guy because they would most likely have enough money to hold up now i understand that they're trying to help the bigger masses of employees but those big companies would have been able to hold off to pay their employees and if they didn't and if they didn't and they needed that help that bad we need to really look at what those businesses were doing. You know what really terrifies me about all these loans and all this debt? That it's it's not like we're in the days of the gold standard where there's like a bar of gold for every 100%. paper dollar that's out there. We it's already know all fiat happen. currency at this point. There's nothing backing it other than it's bad. It's you a know T bills and bonds and debts with other countries. So that's when that when that really that dust settles on the deficit that this country has now with this. I think we're gonna have a much pro bigger problem on our hands. Which is why I want to get back to work and make money the normal way. Uh, Carl says, Government Abbott ordered her immediate release. Yeah. That's what he, he says. Did. And then I'm actually saying. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> yeah. <there's, laughs> so, let's just. We're gonna, I, just <laughs> yep. That's what just happened. <laughs> um, and one more for her. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, Honestly, and just real quick, I really think that that the barbershop situation and all that stuff, like all these small businesses should be allowed to open back up at their discretion. And, you know, as long as they follow social distancing as much as possible. Come on, man. Like, honestly, I go to Costco or Walmart or whatever, bro, and people are not staying six feet away. Exactly, bro. I just had it happen to me again right now at the liquor store. Everywhere I go, there's an old guy standing right next to me, man. The deputy mayor came on and said, hey, listen, what we're going to do is we're going to open up, right? Once the governor says we're going to open up, and he's he's fighting for it to open up. He says, people are going to get sick. People are going to catch this. Maybe they will get sick. Maybe they won't. But the thing is that it needs to happen already, but we need to look at the numbers and say, hey, anybody from this age up, not go out. Well, how do we... Make sure that those people from that age group don't go no. out. Did you watch Pandemic? Nah. Do you snippets. have to see this? Some people say it's fake or not, but they bring up an interesting point. The longer you stay away from other people, from germs, from all that stuff, the weaker your immune system gets. So, which is why there's going to be a strong second wave. Oh yeah. Because if you went on a hard quarantine, you literally depleted your immune system. You know, I I I agree. I mean, I I, I would say this from the beginning. It was a joke, but in actuality, it's kind of true. I drank water out of the water hose, you know, when I was a kid. I played in puddles. This is why I don't get sick often. Those are the best. You know? Now kids get sick for anything. Yeah. Seriously. Well, yeah, man. It's it's one of those things where I... uh... It's, you know, it's horrible when somebody passes away (sighs) because they got sick or whatever the case may be, their immune system, whatever the case may be. Unfortunately, it's a circle of life. I know we're trying to hold on to everything that we can, and I'm not saying anybody deserves to die, but um, you know what? This is a really touchy subject. And I'll say something that that is really touchy. Some may consider to be insensitive, and I was talking about it. Touchy to say it. Yeah, I was saying something to Ariel uh, yesterday or the day before that. Again, I'm sensitive to all the people that have passed away and all that stuff. But I think Earth is also calling for healing, like. The earth can only tolerate so many people polluting and breathing so a little bit of everything, the atmosphere. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's a combination of I, everything. I don't know if I'll go there. I, I would. Hey, dude. I mean, have you seen some of the things that have been happening yeah, in nature? Yeah, you can see the Himalaya Mountains when the world now been, and all that stuff. I mean, the on. oceans are clearing up. The earth up, is the catching an epic break. They're, you're, they're, they're, yeah, I agree. Look, so what's worse? A bunch of people, a bunch humanity of humanity has been a big problem for, for Earth for a long time. We've known this. This is not something new. It's been happening for years. Our parents heard, hey, Florida's going to be underwater and whatever because we're not taking care of whatever and all the other stuff. You can't tell me it's not. It hasn't been happening for years. Is this a great thing? Yes, it's like a blessing in disguise. There's been a lot of great things that actually have come from COVID when you really think about it. Companies are coming together. People are talking together. Things are actually happening together as, you know, from other from other, you know, states and stuff like that and other um, countries. Literally, honestly, there's been some great things that have come out of this. You right. can't say that just that one thing. There's been a lot of great things that have come out of, of it. But 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 but, in, you know, you, you have to look at it in this in this aspect, too, is. Can we keep surviving like this? With the plan that's in place right now and the situation? No. Nope. There's a lot. Here's, here, the, the, here's the reality. Most people is, will have to start paying bills again within the next 30 here, days. Here, here's the number statistically, okay? These are real numbers, all right? There's more problems happening in homes oh, yeah. because people are locked up than there is COVID issues. All those, uh, all those memes about the divorce attorneys, that's a real thing. There are doctors not being paid right now. I know this firsthand. Okay, because the HR department has a big issue going on with this whole COVID thing. 
They're pulling a lot of resources for this whole COVID thing. They have a whole section of a hospital shut down. You go to a lot of hospitals right now, they're, they're empty. But why are they empty? Because we're, we're, we're isolated. Okay, but when we open up, it's going to get bad again. Listen, it's got to happen. There's no other solution, really, honestly. I can't think of another solution. Can you? Can anybody honestly give me another solution? Okay, we're, we're, we're quarantined for however long you feel fit is right. Then we come out, somebody touches some post, and it gets started all over again because that one area in the entire world didn't get cleaned, and it happened to stick on there for an X amount of time. Somebody actually touched it, and something actually happened. So how are you going to avoid that? What about other people that are depressed killing themselves exactly there's so many other things like financially people are feeling hurt and they're going to kill themselves financially just that feeling they were already under pressure then this happens or they were under pressure they were starting to make some progress and then boom this happens you get depressed big time you know and you know what the scary part about it all is that this will probably happen again in another five years i mean history has shown a cycle cycle of infectious disease there's a cycle and every, every time we learn we something from it, one you. and every time we learn from uh, something from it, of course, SARS-2 has a unique characteristic, which is the incubation period, which makes it a more of a, uh, you know, a silent killer because you could be hanging out with people you don't even know are infected and you'll find out 15 days down the line or 14 days down the line. So that makes it unique in that sense. Like, it's not like Ebola that like with, with from the moment you got Ebola pretty short thereafter, you were dying. Uh, you know, so it's it's. Problem is, feds have thought of this as a short-term problem. They now realize it's going to be a 12 to 16-month issue. That's from Carl. Um, Diana, me too. Uh, Diana, whenever you post, just make sure, because it's a little delayed on our end, just be a little bit more specific, okay? Sometimes we're we're, we're jumping ahead and then we catch back up. We just want to make sure what you're saying, me too, too. Um, Now now we have to worry about our children. So sad. Um, Nope. She wrote, nope. Um, Again, I'm not sure what the nope is for. Yes, COVID made me spring for $29 to subscribe to Washington Post. Laugh out loud. Carl, I love that guy, man. He is like, he's mm-hmm. an encyclopedia of stuff. Just uh, anything. Uh, my mortgage company uh, told me they will put me on a, what is that? No, forbearance? Forbearance. forbearance. Yeah. What's a forbearance? I don't forbearance know. is, they'll go ahead and you'll... I know it's deferment. Like, I don't like, know what's a forbearance. No forbearance is you got a time or you get you get that portion of whatever it is that you own. They'll go ahead. They'll slap. And they'll put it on the back. Yeah. On the back yeah. end. That's what it's called. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. It actually had a physical name. So. Yeah. Oh, I learned something new today. Thank you. Uh, plan for three months, and at the end of the third month, I have to pay the three months. But with interest, that's my big question. Um, is the interest double during this time, or are you paying interest for this time down? That would be my big question to uh, them. I know that a lot of. Most of my credit card companies are the interest is still accumulating. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Uh, yo, uh, yo, sir. Hi, uh, that's Ed Williams. What's up, Ed? What up, man? Scorpio, the common uh, denominator is money. Take the money out of the equation. Can people live without being dysfunctional? Um, Ooh, you know what, Carl? We can actually survive by harvesting our own food, going back to how it was and, you know, uh, farms and rural life. Can you live? Absolutely, 100%, Carl. But is that the way we want to go back? Do people Are, are people physically oh. ready to do that? Are you ready to cut your own chicken, pluck it? Um, are you ready to uh, you know harvest your own uh, plants? If food? I needed to, yeah, but I know that... I actually like living that way, to be if honest. If I needed to, yeah, well, but we, we I, I mean, realistically, it, like, like my kids, what they're used to, uh, what we're used to, because we grew up in, right. civil, in, a, in a normal civilization. Most people, the issues are like first world problems here in the United States, so... Yep. 
So Diana I think that's up. where you would have civil unrest and you would have, like, I think a lot of people would kill them, kill each other first until it's settled into the group of people that could actually live like that with, uh, without being dysfunctional to an extent. But I mean, it will get to the point where people to survive will rob from each other, kill. So Diana's one. mortgage is a bunch of bastards because they're not letting her get those 30 months that they're giving her, she needs to. At the end of three months, they're expecting her payment. Oh yeah, I've heard that with a couple of different. Oh yeah, Again, it depends on the bank you have. Blast them! Put out their name, uh, Diana, please. Yeah. So, unfortunately, it's not going towards the end. Yeah, wow. I know. Like, I know a lot of people getting that, and like, right as soon as it's done, the business is open up, or they lift this whole thing, she's gonna have to start paying, and that's why I never deferred. I never deferred anything. I said, you know what? I'll just rough it out and pay everything I can, nope. and I was keeping them on payroll as long as I could. Oh, yeah, I like can at the tell shop, you. the landlord is allowing me to pay half, and I appreciate that, but I have to come up with something thereafter to pay those halves that I haven't been paying of course. Uh, at some point. I so reached out tough. to my mortgage, ACC Mortgage, based out of Maryland. Thank you so much. They helped us out. I reached out to VW Credit for my brand-new car that I haven't even gotten to enjoy because they crashed it thir almost 30 days until I got it. Didn't have it for another 90 days. They deferred me for... Um, three months. Yeah, but you're getting they these deferrals. Complete. No, it doesn't matter. Be careful, man. Okay, well, once again, Scorpio. Right now, is it better to deal with five hundred, six hundred dollars later down the road? So like that, yeah. I can continue I hear to you, feed bro. my family right I now. I hear you. I really uh, it's do. It's worth it to me. I really do. I hear you on it. I, it's I, worth it. I do. I hear Here's you. Here's what on I would it. say, bro. If in six months you have no business, you'll regret having made those payments. Not making those moves. <sighs> Price or capital hooked it up, bro. They, I, I called them and they're like, okay, hey, cool. We're going to defer it till August. I'm so like, they nice. three months. I hear you. Till August. I, uh, more I than thought, that, I called it in in March. Oh, I thought sweet. about Five it. Five months. They I gave me, th they gave me 90 days, hard, which I appreciate yeah, my other My other car, Ally, they did it for 90 days. I thought about it long and hard. And, and, and um, I agree with you. I'm rolling the dice. I think that even if you didn't I, I'm if rolling you had the, the dice, money, I, I would take the, the programs. You still do it. I'm, I'm rolling the dice. It's like a credit card. That's all you're doing. Basically, you just throw it to the back and that's it. I don't know, but I, I, I also feel a lot like you, uh, Kelvin. I, I would rather just get back to work and um, make my own way. I'd rather, I'd rather have my freedom and make my own way. Unfortunately, in our industry, for us to get back to work, again, if you're not just doing product sales and insults, I mean, but you're I'm doing shows. I'm not just shows. talking about my, 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 my business. I'm talking about anything, man, well, honestly. Well, I, I mean, for us to get back to work, people need to be able to gather. If you're doing production. True. So it's a catch-22. I've had a lot of success, though, on the um, on this virtual thing, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm doing a lot of drive-ins. Churches, oh. schools. Drive-ins. Speak of drive-in. You know that they opened up a drive-in strip club? Did you see that? They gave up strip clubs a long time ago. I know. Long, I, long I understand, but... They literally made what a, a segue. I loved it. They made a drive-in strip club. What an bro. amazing segue. That's hey, our next topic. That that <laughs> churches are doing drive-ins, Eddie. What a segue. Huh? Churches are doing drive-ins. That's fine, but they did strip clubs, too. <laughs> I don't know if she's on right now, Jackie, from She Life Events. I, I, I want to know what they did. The, now the, the poor strippers, not only do they have to... They have a video of this, dude. In the clubs, they got to deal with nicotine, secondhand smoke, and now they got to deal with freaking uh, fumes from the cars. No, <laughs> sunburn. They had them out in the sun. This was... I saw the video yesterday for the first time. Last night, I they, they were like, hey, uh, James is like, yo, did you see that they opened up strip clubs right now? And I was like, they opened up strip clubs? And he's like, yeah, you, it's a drive through strip club, like, like a drive-in movie theater? Like, what's the deal? And he's like, no, no, like you literally, like you drive up, 
and you just drive and they strip for you and then you drive all the way around and you're out. I'm like, you're kidding me. Oh, I think I, they so. pulled up the video and showed me this. It is literally daylight. <sighs> the girls are on the pole doing their thing, right? Now, for the video, they're So pulling, if you want to go to the champagne you know, room, what do you get? A hood dance? Yeah. <laughs> Not a lab dance? It's a, it's a, it's a naked haunted house. <laughs> We gotta shut off the engine <gasps> 30 minutes in advance so she won't burn her butt. Oh, God. Look, everybody's laughing. <laughs> this is a perfect segue, man. Make sure you wax your car before you go to the driver's strip club. That way it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They go to get on top of your car. Flop, boom. That's it. <laughs> Boobies. You gotta mm. put the windshield wiper mm. so that your wife doesn't see it. <laughs> you know what, bro? Honestly, I pray for girls that are in that industry that they, during this time they find out that they're worth more and they could do better things with their life. Actually, they've, they've done the opposite. We talked about this on the last show. They uh, they opened up. What's it called? OnlyFans. Only Have you heard of that? So they reached out to women, targeting a lot of women who are single parents, etc. Don't have jobs, and they said, "Hey, you got come on here. Got you you do you. these videos. You do these pictures. You could do pictures. You don't have to do videos, um, and we will pay you. And people will pay to see your pictures and videos. And they are making bank." But it's hurting the other industry. So, uh, you know, night walkers, et cetera, um, it's hurting their industry. And so they're complaining about it. How do you know about night walkers? Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, is this on the it, article, it, dude? Isn't okay, this no, like, I'm just asking, bro. Isn't it a form of human <laughs> trafficking? To know. What's that? Isn't this a form of human trafficking? Like if you're exploiting, I guess like, like porn. Right? Not if you sign a waiver and you're, you're saying, hey, I want to work for this company. You know, you're you're making that strong decision. Manny said, "Look, you have to you have to look at it. This could hurt you in the long run." Absolutely, I agree. I don't know. I guess that all that re represents a very dark chapter of my life. So <laughs> I I, I, uh, I I feel for those girls because a lot of them. I, I, I'll never forget. I used to install lights at strip clubs, right? And I'd be programming the lights, and I'd be going from like dark colors to like a light color, and they'd be like, "Ah, like turn it down." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're exposing the cellulite and all that stuff. No, bro, but, but at but, least they have a mask now. So if they don't look that good, you know. The point is, is that these poor women are just, I don't know. Unfortunately, they make bad decisions and then they're motivated to make further bad decisions by having only fans and more ways to enable them to not, you know, seek other opportunities. So they have a drive. They have a drive through church, you said. Yeah. Okay. I did one but, this weekend. But why for, can't they have most churches are pretty large. Why can't they just do every other pew or something? Social pressure. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Don't ask me. Well, I know there, well, there was a they, church in another state they, that they, actually sent it to a federal court and they got it. They, they got it appealed and they were able to meet. They could do it. But like, for example, like the one of I the churches that I Publix. did this weekend. You uh, go to Publix and they're close. They're closer than anything else. Oasis in, in Pembroke Pines. They did a drive through. was really successful. It was featured on Channel 7. Mm -hmm. But they wanted to do the same thing for Easter. And they even rented the gear for me and everything. They didn't get to use it because they oh, got they got pressured so much into not doing it that they just said but it's yeah, not strip worth clubs it. can do it there you go i, I mean, get it well not because it has to do with strip clubs and i don't know if she's on or not back to what i had mentioned before uh jackie from she life events uh, i'll be sitting down like i told you with scorpio we'll be talking about it hey kelvin if you can help us out that'll be amazing yep. she has a little plan she wants to put something together uh we'll talk about it yeah absolutely. coming soon absolutely. she life events and then uh, so and i'm also <laughs> talking to some schools about drive-through graduations yeah. Night, a 
couple different separate platforms for stages, projector screens, little video, something for the parents and for the kids. Mostly elementary schools, charter schools are thinking about doing that. Grant uh, says religion is under attack. Some ministers are furious. They were deemed a non-essential. I agree. Uh, what a convenient out. time to do it when people have nothing else to hold on to. Let's not allow them to worship God. DJ Nietzsche, thank you, brother. Appreciate that. He says, shout out to us. I was just talking to Nietzsche earlier today. My boy. It's crazy. See, I'm not racist. Nietzsche's black. His name is Nietzsche. Isn't Nietzsche like a... He's got to listen to this song. He's got to... You got to listen to the song, bro. What? I'm giving you the song afterwards. It's <laughs> my black brother from another mother. All right. So, we got through the drive throughs The bees. What's up with this? What's up with this bee stuff? Oh, my God, bro. Is this, is this my another kid is UFO? freaking out because I have some huge wasps in my house. I know you took a picture of it. And he's like, are those the murder hornets? What's a, they're what? called, there's no such thing as a murder hornet. They're called Asian giant hornets. So or a what, giant wasp or something well, like that. Do you think this is another swerve to like the UFOs? Like the UFOs didn't work, so we're going to bring out no, the I killer I think that bees. it just so happens to like a, a couple of those hornets got on a cargo ship that landed somewhere on the West Coast. And they found them and now they're making us think about it. They only pose a threat to bees. Really, because they attack the colonies. So why are they calling it the killer? Well, because I know, have you seen this guy? My son loves watching the show called Breaking Trail or something like that. The dude stung himself with one of these. And, and uh, yeah, he's pretty crazy. And he says that, uh, I mean, he lived through it. Maybe if you're like allergic, you could die from it. Oh, he says, he's got a meme here. He says, what are, the, what are murder hornets? And how much toilet paper will we have to buy to stop them? <laughs> There's not enough in the world. <laughs> I like the, the Dr. Evil meme. <laughs> COVID, what is it? COVID fear is on the decline. Release the murder hornets! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Sandy, we got another, uh, yeah. another, another impersonator here. Yeah. <laughs> Throw me a freaking bone, man! <laughs> oh gosh! Next, you're Good gonna fun. have sharks with freaking laser beams. <laughs> that's next, bro. I'm telling you. All I know is that uh, whatever murder hornets keep them away from me because I'm allergic to uh, the laser. (laughs) And how about uh, how about the news saying that we're like forecasted to see four major hurricanes this year? Gotta love it. When any of us sees a giant (laughs) hornet, then let's talk about it. Otherwise, news only exists to keep us in fear. Dude, you should see the ones in my house. They actually, (laughs) I looked it up. They look like they don't look like yellow jackets. They look like one called the executioner wasp. Executioner. There's so who comes up with these names? Somebody that wants to book fear in you. Some nerd who's obsessed with insects. Yeah. <laughs> and plays too many video games. Mm, the executioner wasp. He plays he plays Bugs Life all day. <laughs> Soon they'll come out with mm, the Thrasher Bee. Oh man, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get sued by PETA, I swear. This is incredible. All right. Uh, Navy Blue Angels fly over Miami on Friday at yep. one PM to yep. salute healthcare workers. Frontline workers and first responders. So, 25-minute flight. Coming out of West Palm, <coughs> coming down right through Miami, making a loop down through Homestead, and coming back up. Give it to you right How now. How much money and fuel? I don't know. I mean, it's the, is it only Blue Angels or Thunderbirds, too? As uh, well? blue, I, good question. Yeah. There you go. So, they'll be passing by my house like around 115. Blue Angels fly path. Oh, it's only the Blue Angels. Blue Angels. I think that, like, for me that I live in West Pines, I got to go, like, near 75. They'll be flying just east of 75. Cool. That's cool. My, my Shout kids out excited to for it. Shout out to them. We also have a Nurses Week coming up. So mm-hmm. uh, a round of applause for all of the nurses, first responders, and everybody out there working really hard to keep us safe 
and uh, and making sure that we are um, first responders, all being healthy. Let's take a swig. Cheers. Congrats the beast most, of course. beast mode Hornet. Oh, I guess they'll be seeing you soon. Hey, you know what's pretty <laughs> cool about the Hornet, though? I saw a video today of a mantis eating a, one of those giant hornets. So if, if you're a flying mantis, don't buy toilet paper. Buy a mantis. <laughs> and just unleash. <laughs> Dude, We're going to put a laser ate, on the <laughs> It ate the brains right. out of the damn Hornet. So everybody front. buys mantis and then we have the mantis uh <laughs> we're gonna have the the mantis shortage uh-uh. all uh, all across america you'll see people on offer up like i got the mantis yo all right all right all right all right you know what it's good to see people innovating and stuff like that for it, sure. it, can you imagine Hialeah? we saw the videos and pictures that they were selling, you know, toilet paper, hand sanitizer. People were upset at that guy for doing that. Listen, there's a supply and demand. He had so it. He's I selling was, it. Whatever. I don't care. On Sunday, I was at the vet in, in Hialeah with uh, with my, my family because my dog was a little sick. And right next to it, there's like a botanica. And like, where even the Santeros are getting into selling masks and sanitizer and all that stuff. People were going in there like, you know, get your freaking Ochung. <laughs> Make sure you have your Ojo. It'll stop. The, it'll stop COVID-19. Ojitos. Oh, you know, you, you get a free bushel of sage with the purchase of. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, yo, do, do, those candles, does that stop like COVID-19? Those, those Those candles with like the, you know, the, the St. Mary and everything on it. I don't it? know. Can those things... I'm, I'm, I'm You're a religious guy, bro. You're supposed to tell me this. I haven't been Catholic for a long time, bro, but I'm sure there's a couple grandmas out there that have tell bubbles me. up. If I put a big uh, salazo in my in my yard, will, will no, it, but will I it do hear me? that if you put an em- a cup of water under your bed, it will. That's 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 facts. Bro, like, con ajo, no? No, just water. Just water. No, pero eh, una, garlic. Una, and what was it? If you're a Cuban and you had a grandma or and you didn't have a grandma or mom that had a empty, a cup of water so under the bed, so garlic around your house. You're not help. real Cuban. Con un ajo y el plato revés. The cup has to be upside down. It can't be right side up. Where did you hear this from? My mom still keeps a cup of water. Did you hear what she said? What? She says that if you put garlic around your house, it'll help with COVID-19. Well, it makes sense. Bats, vampires, same thing, well, right? It's, right? It's in here, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just... Sand, 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 I'm out. Well, I'm, I'm just out. saying, garlic <laughs> works for vampires. Sandy's and getting ahead of herself. I'm going to pull a, a, a SpongeBob. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> Sandy's Look, getting ahead Grant's of herself. wife does the water under the bed We're about thing. to say goodbye. Oh my goodness. And the water man, it gets nasty after a while. It gets full of dust. Oh, man. Grant said, let's buy mantis on Amazon. <laughs> Only for essential workers. <laughs> All right. Ditto. My mom hasn't cut the house since uh, March 13th. Medley, Florida. I wish I can. Oh, look. Uh, Greg Beatty's on. With her in Jersey with my Stream kids. Stream Pro Sound. What's up, Greg? Oh, what up, Greg? There you go. Back in the day, Greg and I used to have wars. Sam Ash versus Guitar Center. I used to hate Guitar Center back then because they actually carried Martin and Turbo Sound. Well, because back then Turbo Sound was it when the boxes were blue. Hater. Psh. Hater. Nowadays it's Behringer. Uh, ditto. ditto. My mom had. Uh, uh, my wife does the gra- uh, the glass of water under the comma thing. What? Grant, have her call in, bro. I know she watches the show. Have her call in. I would love to hear how this water thing works, bro. Are you serious? I, she's Every Cuban grandmother and mother has the water, bro. You're kidding me. My mom has it. 
My grandma had it. And so, like, I, I gotta hear. The, I gotta hear. It's the like reason, it's bro. like a. I guess it's like a like the Cuban dream catcher. You're kidding. You're to keep what away? To keep the bad energy. Is this where you get all your energy thing from? You know, she'd be telling me, no, don't put that onto the earth. You were never gifted on Asawache? No, I don't think so. Or, or, Madeo. or Madeo or something? Madeo. Madeo, yeah. Madeo. When my first, when Matthew was born, my first son, like, they gave him an, an Asawache. Like, don't take it off of him. <laughs> like, I don't know. Ask my mom. I know she, she might have, maybe when I was little, but now that I'm grown, I don't no, what? No, my thing. I mean, the closest thing that I have to something like that would be like the little cross that I wear. That's it. I have Jesus. That's good in my heart. That's good. That's all you need. All right, it's um. Let's get to the last ones. Uh, the keys open their stories, but their income comes from tourists. Their stores. Their stores. <clears throat> Is that what I read? Is that what I said? No, you said, said stories. stories. My yeah. bad. Yeah. Keep yeah. drink. Keep drinking. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna keep drinking. Uh, uh, the, the keys open their stores, uh, but their income comes from tourists. With the Key West being shut, they're not getting any customers. <sighs> yeah, that's tough, man. It's like, uh, okay, yeah, you could open, but I mean, well, I guess what parts of the keys? Like, I mean, Key West thrives on a lot of tourism, and some of the other areas that have like rental homes and all that stuff, but. The rest of the Keys, there's a lot of small businesses that operate there for, like, the people who live in the Keys. I mean, I have family that has had homes in the Keys for a long, long time, and they spend all their days out there, you know? I mean, I know Laz is in the Keys right now. He has a house uh, off of Caribbean. The cool. Keys. It's, um, I think, right right before Island Marana, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, man. I don't he's know. I know he's, in, he's been in the Keys. He's got a house there. He's got a little... Um, Vacation home. He loves being out in the water, fishing. Yep. Um, and I know that there's a Publix right across the street. So yeah, that's they're like open. A, you know? That's the new but Publix. But it's the little stores, I'm assuming, is what they're talking about. So everybody's going to go buy flip-flops from a tourist area with the little key logo if they live in the Keys. I don't think that's something that they want. And let alone, most of the merchandise in the Keys is expensive. Yeah. It's a very unique situation we're in. They're in like they say, unprecedented. I think a lot of things that. can be learned from this, and hopefully a lot of things change. I hope I hope a lot of people who maybe got ahead of themselves are humbled. Even, even before going through what we're going through right now, I still am baffled on how they survive. Because I understand that you, basically your primary business is tourism. It's the people that drive through. It's the majority of business. Because, again, the locals, yeah, they support, but... Hmm. How much can you get, like, in Long Key? How many people live in Long Key? Yeah. How much can you get, like, because remember, I used to be a salesperson many moons ago, and I used to do the, the whole Keys route. What's up, buddy? In Long Key, I would go intertwine in the back streets. There's nothing back there. There might be a couple houses. There might be a couple trailers. And, and you're depending on that north-south traffic. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I mean, you got to think I, about I, it this way. Like, for example... I, I agree everything is expensive, but when you think about, like, people who come from other countries, like, let's say Europeans, they come between the currency exchange and the difference in our tax rate, you know, they're buying things that are expensive to us, but it's on sale for them. So oh, for yeah. That's why you see them, people yeah. in Dolphin, like, rolling around with, with the luggages. Yeah, bro, like, filling them up. So, apparently, I had yeah. one, Kelvin. What? Sabat. What was it? Was that Una sabache. Yes, I mean. Who's that? Your, one of your family members? Yeah, apparently, <laughs> they asked, and I did. 
So it, it's common. Shout out to Robert. Robert says restaurants are open in the keys. Sandy says hi, Robert. Yeah. Emil, sup? What up, Emil? Emil is uh, oh man, what's the name? Uh, drops. Um, oh my God, help me out here. Oh, he does voice uh voice covers for all the DJs uh, uh radios. Uh, beds, IDs, all that stuff. So yeah. great guy to get with. Uh, Victor, I was on their show a day ago, two days ago. I don't remember now. Great guys, man. Great show. Great stuff. Love them. Real funny. Real good stuff. Like, is it ignorant to think that... Lexi had one? Had or My has? daughter? Has one. What kind of father are you, bro? Bro, relax. My <laughs> daughter Jesus had one? Christ. I'm assuming, like, a family member got it for them, but I don't ever remember putting it on her. No. She has one. I hope she didn't have one. So she had one. Had. Had one. So what she did you guys done, do? You disposed one. it after two years old? Oh, maybe she just put I it away know, inside bro. of a, like a jewelry box. Maybe. I don't know. I know a lot of family members gave stuff like the ojitos and stuff. You know, I've always, I don't know. We've always had like the ojitos and stuff. So that doesn't really bother me. Yeah. I don't know. Is it ignorant to think that in the Keys, being a small strip of land in the middle of the ocean with a constant sea breeze, that COVID wouldn't hang out very long there? Like, is that ignorant? Like, is that ignorant thought that the wind wouldn't carry it out? I'm, I'm sure you, you've you injected yourself with Lysol, too. We have. <laughs> You're one of those, huh? No, I'm just saying. I mean, the, the sea has always been known as, as having incredible healing properties. effects. I mean, salt. But we're talking about. What was the final number? We're talking they, about they a only virus, six man. Deaths? I don't know. Yeah, we're that's what they have. Virus. Like, yeah, I don't but know, they man. have like, a smaller population. The beaches, they have a smaller population. It doesn't matter. And, Bro, they, and they don't live very close in it. Listen, like closing the beaches, right? I get it because all the people gather. But if you do it like in a socially distant manner, like I remember growing up, like you're sick, you go to the beach. Yeah. You jump in that water and you're going to have the world of snot coming out of your face. Yep. And, <laughs> and everything's going to burn. I mean, and I don't know if this is wives tale or not, but I do feel that the, the, the salt water has healing properties. Okay. I don't know. Also, watch Plandemic because they, they touch on that. This <laughs> guy, <Scotty>, bro. <laughs> This guy, he's waiting for the lasers and the sharks, I'm telling you. Is he getting residuals from pandemic? No. <laughs> he keeps plugging. Email he keeps me. Plugging. Yeah. He's, he's got stock in that movie right now. Chances are that for me mentioning it, my Facebook page is going to get shut down and, and I'm going to get raided by the, by the internet FBI. That's funny. All right. So uh, last little bit of questions here. Um, two McDonald's employees. No, you skipped one. Disney. Oh, yeah. Disney takes a $1 billion hit in earnings from COVID. So is there going to be a solution for them? Do you think they should have a solution? I mean, should they get government help? I don't know. Yeah, people people look at big businesses and they kind of don't show any love for them. But if they have the Disney's same used to making $40 million a day. They employ a lot of people. They have a lot of overhead. And, yeah, they have other revenue streams with the royalties of all the things and all the right. other, you know. But, but the point is, is that, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are going to be affected that rely on Disney for, yeah. for their livelihood. So, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Like, I, mean, I mean, I'll be honest with you. If Disney were to open back up tomorrow, bro, I'd, I'd beeline over there. As long as I, I know, I know that, we, that, that, way. that they would already, have limited capacity. That's what I'm saying. They've already have, they already have a game plan in place. And we're Disney The moment freaks. that they open them the up house. is a, supposedly, what is it, 90,000 they'll have allowed instead of... God knows how many people get in there. But, Maybe but, I'll finally get to but ride wait a second. the ride. You're going to go to Disney, but you're deferring your payments. Do you think that, I'm an that's annual a pass holder. Move? I'm an annual pass holder. So you've already prepaid. Is what you're well, saying. I pay every month, like 60 bucks. You kept that going, but you didn't. Actually, they stopped charging voluntarily. Yeah. 
I didn't even have to ask for it. They stopped charging and they're giving us the option to either extend, they extend exactly. or just they're terminate at the time the actual, and they won't bill you. Your annual Very membership, cool. they're extending it uh, whatever so month. So Disney was pretty so awesome. So if they open sense. it back up, would they start the, the payments again, do you think? Uh, yeah. Well, what they'll do is that they're going to give you the option to either add it to the back end of your annual pass or you just terminate and you and you don't you didn't pay for those months you didn't use. Mm-hmm. For me, it's one of those things I have in the past that, that has blackouts during spring break and in the summer anyway. So, you know. Robert says he's waiting for the link. For what? Oh, damn. I got to send him the link for Plandemic. Robert's on board. Robert's on board. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting residuals, you too. You got one. You're you getting residuals, Robert. Uh, They're coming your way. Yeah. So, but hey, yeah, Kelvin. I think that Disney was cool. Kelvin, like, can I get some of that back in, bro? What? Can I get some of that back in? I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. <laughs> Sounds personal, though. The SEC may be listening. Remember, this is a family show. Shh, quiet. <laughs> going yeah. back to Disney. We're going back to the family, all right? Okay. Yeah. Last like time Ariel, I got Ariel, too. Ariel's my brother and, and Mickey. <laughs> send, send Link already. Yeah. <laughs> I love those memes that say, I, 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 really w- I really could go for an overpriced beer at a concert right now. <laughs> Such <laughs> the small things in life. Disney AP lining for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 basically, if they open back up, they'll start recharging. But what if um, what if we're still in this pandemic thing? I mean, do you think it's a? And you guys need to really watch pandemic, bro. Like we're being told what to do by people who are questionable right now. <laughs> I, I get you, bro. And again, I'm a Trump supporter, but I think Trump needs to look into Fauci. I, I, I win. I win a little bit on that one. Uh, I have some saved videos. I'm going to be releasing very soon. I have somebody very important coming to talk about that. So I gotta, I gotta hold on to it. But um, there's, I, I, you know, you said that statement, and I would, I would advise everyone to really look deeply into him. Very, very close. And, and trying to be unbiased right now. And and forget it. Forget looking into him. Just follow the money. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Follow. Well, that's the what money. pandemic talks about. These guys, they own the patents to these vaccines, so they're going to cake when these vaccines come out. Um, and who knows what the side effects are going to be? Oh, great, we cured COVID, but we caused <laughs> some new strain of autism. Some, you know. Or your uh, ear you falls think, off. Do you think that they're? Do you think that they're trying to do um, what? Or your ear falls off. Do you think that they're trying to do this for? The microchip? I think Gates would personally like that. And some of the bigger tech corps would like that. I mean, come on. As it is already, you have a conversation. And by the time you open social media, you're being advertisements of things that you talked about in an unrelated situation. So if you're microchipped, then guess what? (laughs) What? I know it follows text, too. I don't know, man. I know it follows text because I I, I was texting about... um, it follows your web browser. Uh, audio drops and his his website came on. It follows your web browser. I mean, and and everything there in between. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Oh, that's what it is. AudioDJDrops.com, I think is where it is. Yeah, AudioDJDrops.com. Um. Yeah, that's about it. God is, God is doing something in the midst of all this. That's what I know. Uh, last uh, last uh, COVID questions here before we get off past the mic. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We've had quite a few people on here. So this is the big one that I wanted to get to. This, this is, these are the most important ones to me, okay? What are some of the things that we can help ourselves uh, financially? And what are some of the options for those that aren't getting any help? Meaning um, what we've been talking about. If you were already somebody who was struggling with finances and you were somebody who uh, right now has had their, their pockets tight, uh, you're not receiving help from the government, what are some options that we can do collectively as 
Americans as people to come together and help those in need, right? Um, but I think that a big portion of this is financial education to a lot of people as well. Because if you weren't financially structured before, giving money to that person isn't going to really help them. It's kind of like, okay, I'm a drug addict. If I give you a little bump, does it really help you in the long run? Don't mention bumps around me again. <laughs> it's a dark place for me. Anyways. You, you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Look, I think that one of the things that are important to note here is, and I, I said this jokingly with my office manager. I said, you know, we, we, we were already running lean before this. Okay. So we're somewhat used to this. Okay. So I think that maybe this is an opportunity for some operations to lean up. Have you ever been like, like broke, broke, like down on the, like, you, you don't know when your next meal's coming? Uh, since the age of 18, bro. Like broke, broke, broke. I haven't had a paycheck. Uh, I haven't had a guaranteed paycheck since, since I dropped out of high school. Okay. I, I got my diploma eventually, but so yeah, I've, I've been done. But there was a point times. that you told me that you were doing very well. Yeah. So, but you've seen, the, but you've seen, I've seen, I've, I've seen, I've seen a lot of ups and downs. Okay. And again, I, I went through, I what went, helped you, what helped you, um, I went through 2008 financially very directly because, uh, you know, what, during 2008 I was in finance. Or do you think that you, you, you still need some education on finance? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things that I probably could uh, could uh, have done better. Mm -hmm. But at least for the time, for in this immediate, let's say, 12 months to 20, past 24-month history, we were running pretty lean as a company. So so getting through this time is, is not easy for as it is for anybody. But, like, it's not like our overhead wasn't this monster that, you know, that some people have to deal with right now. And uh, I think that maybe people like, you know, there's a lot of companies out there. There's a lot of people out there that that really feel they're invincible. And I never took that for granted. And maybe hopefully this situation exposes that reality to a lot of people and they're able to hopefully not fail. What do you think is going to be the it? biggest takeaway for you? For me? As a business owner. Or uh, what are you going to do structurally, financially for the future for you? I feel like we need to diversify more. Because again, right now, what are you gonna do with the money, though? That's my that's my point. Like, how are you gonna, what what? Well, invest in gonna, diversity as a company. <clears throat> so your 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 goal is to open up more avenues in the business. Well, so like if like I'll give you an example. We have three we have three avenues to make money. We do production. We do rent gear. Sells sales. We install gear. We sell gear, right? And then I have a uh, photography, right? Right. That I do personally. Right. All but, of those but, but are, are non-essential. Right. But all of those are event related. So yeah. essentially, I have a bunch of little avenues that all thrive on on being Events. able to gather and being able to, uh, right. you know, so I, I need to definitely think about where the diversity is going to come. For me, and maybe this will resonate for you, I spoke to my uncle who's a billionaire. I spoke about this on, on, the, um, on the past podcast. He basically told me, you're non-essential. You realize this. You were doing phenomenal. Your numbers were great. If you were to get rid of the business, it'd be the biggest mistake you ever did. I took it for what it was. The CPA told me the same thing. Hey, your numbers were on a serious rise. You need to just grab the money that you have, hold on to it, do certain things, make some moves, grab your investments, keep investing in those things. Those are bringing you residual income, things like that. Now, when, when, when he told me this, it really hit me. I had about six months of reserve, right? That rainy day money. I am no longer going to have six months of reserve. I'm going to do 18 months of reserve money. That's going to be my emergency fund because I'm non-essential. Right. 
but that's, even if you that, have, but that even, hit me. No, and that's a great idea. Uh, the, the more reserved, the better. But, but it diversifying still sucks losing your, the money, right? No, but diversifying yourself. So, you're not just consuming your reserves, but having other revenue streams right? is important. I do have some other revenue streams, right? Like I said, I, I do have some residual income that comes in from investments. Like and there's stuff some like people that. right now that are doing nothing, and there's some people that are busier than ever. <clears throat> yeah, I can understand that. You know. I can understand that. Which is crazy because, I mean, and it's great for those people. I'm not hating on those people. I'm I happy think, for them. I think a lot of things, too, is you, 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 have, to, you have to adapt, man. I think, I've, uh, I think I've, you know, opening up the podcast that I've always wanted to do. And I never had the time and opportunity to do it. And I did it now. And it's turned out great. We've gotten business from it, to be honest with you. I've upped my social media. We got 2,000 followers in a month. 2,000 followers in a month. On top of that, I've been meeting, weeding out the followers to go ahead and make sure that they're actually true followers, not just friends, but followers. You guys saw the, the, the message I sent to you guys directly. Yep. You know, I gave like a full description of how to physically follow. So you see yeah. every single one of my posts. Yeah. You know, Robert's mentioning uh, Dave Ramsey. I Dave agree 100 percent financial. thousand percent. That's what that's what helped me financially. Carl's period. talking about real estate photography, product photography, which we're big into. Actually, that's primarily what we do. Uh, event photography is not what I want to do because that would be the same of more of the same. But either way, the point is, is that, uh, you know, to do real estate photography and product photography, it's it, during this time where everybody's fearing financially. But know. what do you do if you're already hurting? Like, how do you how do you how do you help? How would you help that person? I mean, you've been on the bottom. Uh, Ruben, have you been like. Down. I don't. I don't know how I'm gonna get down my down next meal. Down in the dirt. Yeah, when I was living in Maryland. So how? What would you? What would you say to those people? How would you help them? I, I really want to see people chime in on this one. You know, like how do you help those? I mean, well, Dave Ramsey. But here's the thing. If if I had if I had the opportunity to help those people, I would definitely show them Dave Ramsey for I mean, sure. It, but here, but here's the thing though. It's like, have you seen the pursuit of happiness? Yes. So when you're down in the dirt, there's two ways you could react. It's fight or flight. One hundred percent. So you could either feel bad for yourself. And your circumstances and your situation and your life and kind of like dwell in that cesspool of, of misery or you could innovate, you could seek, you could self-educate, you could you, you, you could you could try to take the time and the silence. There's so much silence in the world right now that you should be able to get the opportunity to hear your thoughts deeper. And what and about people say, I'm not educated. I don't know how to read. I don't know how to write. Would how do I dude, in the, in the age that? of Internet? Seriously, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm, not that you can believe everything that's on the internet, but there's so much. I probably get rebuttal for this one, but my dad is one of those people, bro. My dad is one of those people that really is not a strong reader, strong reader, at all. Neither am I. Okay? I was a visual learner and, all the way through, through, in all of school. And and he and he will um he will attest that like he's afraid of new things. How do you help those people? How do you help those individuals? Because it's an inner thing. It's kind of like everything that we talked about. It's within themselves. Is there a way to help those people? I mean, we all want to help everybody, but well, really, like there's some people that just can't be taught. Well, brother, it's like anything else. Like when I was a drug addict, I didn't want to help myself. So it has to. There has to be. There has to be a life uh, a life event that is going to put you over the edge. That's going to make you want to change. Do you think this is one of those? For some people, hopefully. And then I for really some people, so they just take the easy route. Um, Hayden says. Uh, Hayden Jones says uh, passive income streams is where it's at. I agree. All right. So what are some ideas for those that are extremely broke, bro? Like they don't have any money. How do they they can't invest? So what do they do? You need to teach, train, motivate them to work. Simple stuff. Carl, really good point, man. 
I was blessed to have a family that really taught me the um, the the value of uh, of labor, of work, really putting in. You get what you put out. That's um, all I've known, bro. I have 62 members who are part of General Labor Group. There you go. Yeah. There you go. YouTube. You don't need yeah, to read sure that, or write. That Carl can, can yeah, but uh, Robert, at one point you do need to read and write. At one point you do. Yeah. You no, but what he's saying is that you can learn. You like you don't have you to learn pick a up a book craft. or a textbook yeah. or something. Like that. There's so much you can learn. So many resources out there. Absolutely. That you could find something. But uh, I think Carl could concur, and I think that one of the biggest problems that we have as 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 business owners is human resources. People complain about unemployment. I mean, obviously right now is a, a unique situation, but when things right. are normal, people complain about unemployment. People complain about op- lack of opportunity and stuff. And, and from my experience, me? it's hard to get people to put in work. You don't want to. And I'm not. And I'm. And I pay my guys. My my number one goal. My number one go to word is. Uh, it, everybody wants to work until it's time to work. Yeah. Like in general, dude, I pay my general my my independent contractors double what most other guys pay from what I'm told, or at least more. And I somehow still run into guys that are twirling the thumbs. Bro, in our industry, dude, if you're pushing boxes on a show, you're making thirty-five an hour. If you're if you're running an audio board, you're making seventy-five. If you're running a lighting board, facts. Okay, and these guys are still complaining. So hopefully, this is an enlightenment to all these guys that are complaining about not making enough. And I've had a guy, I've had a guy, because I can't say any names, but I've had a guy come in, give me his resume. We put him in. We put him the first day to work. He left halfway through the day. He said. I'm a board operator, blah, 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 blah. Halfway through the day, left because he couldn't manage to do any manual labor. He literally Brother, wanted to I get paid up, can't work. thousands of dollars to sit behind a computer and didn't really know what he was really doing. Listen, there's a homeless guy. He's still there in, on Okeechobee off the south exit. I, I talked to him one day. I heard his story. I gave him money, and I said to him, come to my shop. I'll give you work to do. That's a young kid? No, he's an older guy. He's like a, in his 40s. He used to be a lobster fisher down in the Keys. I give him an opportunity. He comes to the shop. First day, I give him a hundred something dollars so he could get some clothes. I took him to Walmart so he could get a bike so he doesn't have to walk all the way from the, the, the Palmetto to our shop, which is like three miles down. He got all that taken care of. I, bro, I was giving him random things to do, like check my steel to see which ones are kinked so we could toss them, roll my cables, clean them with, with Simple Green, whatever, just right. shop work, right? At 15 bucks an hour, Plus all the money I gave him in advance. Bro, he showed up the first day, and that was it. I don't hear from him for two weeks. And he tells me, oh, they stole my bike. You know, they jumped me, all that stuff. Like, all of that could have been true. But just how he walked there the first day, he probably could have walked and told me that all of this happened. So I could continue to try to work with him and give him opportunity. But he flaked. This guy does, you know, he's maybe he's a career. Well, it just seems like he's a career homeless guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he doesn't want to be given opportunity. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that don't want to be given opportunity. However, I don't use that to pass judgment on the next one. I don't let one black guy, I don't make other people wear my black eyes from other people. You know what I mean? But there's, I've run into a lot of people that you put it on a silver platter for them and they are still not content. Complainers will always complain. That's what Carl says. Ruben called me for four guys for Super Bowl. Uh, Carl, I've called you for guys for for big events too. Uh, Kelvin, good stuff. Thank Absolutely, you. man. I think uh, I think I commend you for that. Um, I haven't done so because I realize that the government can help those people. No, if they want it. Well, if they uh, want it. 
No, right? and, and of course, I got a lot of uh, backlash they want from, it. oh, what if he starts stealing stuff from you and all that stuff? Bro, that's not fair, dude. Like, that's like passing judgment. That's being racist. Like, passing judgment. The homeless guy is going to steal. Since you just mentioned it right now, let's keep it in mind between us three again because we're going to get back to work. Uh, anybody needs labor, Carl's the man also as well. Yeah. He has a bunch of guys that are doing excellent work. Uh, Carl is a good gauge of the people he brings in. Trust me, he weeds out the ones that really don't want to work the same way we're talking about right now. So if anybody needs any labor or anything, just please reach out to us and we'll put you in contact Look, with Carl if you don't know him already. If you're going to complain about work and not having work and then somebody gives you work my wife is on. And, you're not, and, you're not, and you're not working towards that or you're not showing motivation because it's not something you want to do, just be plain out. Look, I'm not looking for labor. If you know the job is labor and you're just trying to make a quick buck, just be, just be up front. I'd be, I, you know, I'd be more willing to help you out if you were just honest up front. Bro, but here's the thing. I own a company. We have inventory. You know, I've sat on the desk and pushed out the invoices and worked on the bids. And I'll still roll cable with the best of them. Look, I mean, but it's Bro. different, Kelvin. We're different. On, we understand that. They don't. They never They never got taught that. It's the same you know what I mean? Our, same way at the shop. Ariel gets. They every never day, got taught that. Every you know, day, Ariel gets there down and dirty. Know, my dad tells me I'm lazy. Bro, like, you know, you know it's funny. Uh, Sandy laughs when he says that, to be honest. Like, it, James laughs when he says that. Because, like, there are there are days that I'll, I'll leave at 5 o'clock in the morning. won't come back till 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning the next day. I, I hope that the prima donnas that, that say, oh, I only touch a digital really start to appreciate the M32. Facts. It's funny. One of the – Willie G, one of the guys in our industry, uh, he, put a, he put a meme out saying, like, I can't wait to see the, the big-name DJs asking for the L acoustic and all the big-name PAs when they're – when they're doing their podcast, like on their hmm. on their home audio system, we talked about that yesterday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if we were to do another one, and the big DJs start asking, hopefully for, this for is not a devastating but humbling experience for many people. I it know it has be. been for me. Luckily, I was somewhat humble to begin with. I sent out an email. I think we touched the subject last week, if I'm not mistaken. But I sent out an email to, you know, a group of people that basically I feel, you know, are the ones that um, I like the way that they do business and stuff like that. And I went out and I sent it out to them and I just, we're going to find out who are the ones that are going to survive when we go through all of this. And if you receive this email, you're one of the ones that I hope you survive. That was basically it. Nicole That's how I, I send it out. Yeah. I'm going to continue sending those out. I've been doing it, you know, randomly. So, but Robert says the government can't help everyone. You have to want to change. Absolutely. 110%. In every sense of the way. Yep. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm Listen just trying to reach out for those that want the help, need the help but can't find the help. You, How do we help them? But we also have to fix their financial problems and their financial problems go deeper in. They have really bad habits, really bad habits. You know, you see it all the time. I mean, people living in Hialeah whose home is not really the greatest home, but drive a hundred thousand dollar car. Look, I'm, I'm guilty of having luxuries as are. I, I know that many of us are, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that, uh, like, could you imagine if this was if the numbers were three or four times what this was? You're your first line of defense to provide for your home, to defend your home, to provide for your family. You can't count on the government clearly because even with with the uh, underwhelming numbers, because what they what they foresaw that was going to be the death toll is is like what are we at like sixty five thousand, almost seventy thousand people, 11. and they had seen like a quarter million by this time. Eleven thousand, yep. huh? Eleven thousand. Eleven thousand deaths. Yeah. Um, where's the paperwork? No, no, no. In the no. U.S. In the U.S. 
11,000. It's 65,000. What are you talking about? No, bro. 11,000 in, in, in Miami-Dade. Oh, you're talking about I'm all talking about the United States. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. 11,000 in just I know the numbers were a lot higher. The point Dade. is that, could yeah. you imagine if the system would have gotten more overwhelmed than what it is already? It's <laughs> we would be high and dry. Police couldn't respond to things. Government help. We could forget about it. So, yeah, like, again, the silver lining here is that people are going to hopefully come out of this more humble, more innovative, more united with their families and their friends and their neighbors. You know what I mean? Because it takes a village, man, yeah. to do these things. You can't do it on your own. DJ Nietzsche. And the people who isolate themselves are probably more isolated now than ever. DJ Nietzsche says uh, he's up for hire. He says it also <laughs> makes no sense and priorities are all effed up. Facts. Facts. Nietzsche, we'll hire you. Nietzsche was one of my one of my primary DJs back when we used to offer a lot of DJ service. Customers were always happy with him. There you go. There it is. There's the plug, Nietzsche. You got to tell him to write that or review it on Google. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, let's uh, give a big shout out to Gabby. Happy birthday, Gab. There you go. We're back on sound. Uh, I think that that whole s yeah. shout out that you did, Ruben, was dead. Yeah, know, sorry guys. All over. We, we, we missed we're the back, whole shout back, out. Back. Sorry guys. Damn. There we go. We're back on. All right, we're back on. Testing, sorry guys. Testing. Go ahead and do that shout out one more time. Yeah, we had lost that whole shout out. Okay, so I'll do it then brief. My daughter Gabby G. Happy birthday, my love. I'm on my way. Pops is on the way. Uh, then belated for yesterday, which we did on our show yesterday. Um, Alexa Caminate, my niece. Happy birthday, mama. I hope you're having fun today out there with, uh, with Gabby and the family. And last but not least, a good friend of the family, uh, Max, uh, the son of Hugo Macias. Happy birthday, pops. Uh, I hope you're uh, having fun with dad. And hopefully we'll see you guys soon when we pass through all of this. Thank you, guys. Shout out to my wife, bro. There it is. She's been... So supportive of all this, and I cannot believe the crap that she gives you regularly. Shout out to the teachers. Happy Mother's yes. Day to all the mothers. Yep. We're coming up on Mother's Day in a few days. Correct. Beautiful. It's been enlightening, that's for sure. Um, Shout out to my kids that, oh, go ahead, go that, ahead, that make it easier. Said no one ever. <laughs> no. I gave props to my wife last week to Chacha, but um, she doesn't believe that she already got her Mother's Day present. I bought her hearing aid. Oh, my God. What you need to do is buy her like. Yo, we gotta get Chacha on the show, bro. She doesn't believe it. I we bought her not one. On I bought show. her two of them because I know she's gonna break the first one. Huh? Yeah. What you she need works. to do is buy her like like. She had to work, headphones. and then she went. Today's Gabby's birthday, so uh, we gotta get her on the show. 
You gotta buy her like the electronic yeah. headphones, like the ones no, they I use for shooting that like damp down loud noises. Oh, there it is. About the what's that? That how bell and howl. Uh huh. The tactical uh, ear, the thing. That's oh, what yeah, I bought her. Two of them. Those are good. Happy Mother's Day, Chacha. I used to remember. They are they are a special couple. All right, so Art says we are, we were taught back in the days that no one cares and uh, and I'm assuming no no is uh, no one is going to spoon feed us. Sink or swim, this yeah. is a pandemic. Is an example of how dependent we are. And now it's time to develop new skills and add new value to ourselves. It's got three likes and three and some love there. Oh, yeah. Art? No, I, Agreed. I, I agree with that. You had asked me earlier, I mean, how did I survive being out there? The way I did it was um, I actually reached back out over here in town. I reached out to my friends. I told them, look, I'm coming home. I need your help. And luckily, I had you know, two of my good, good friends. Um, I want to say Fernando Perez and Paul Gomez. Thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart. Um, they took me in. They, uh, mind you, when I got here, the moment I got here, they repoed my car just to make matters worse. So when I went to go pick up my car that they helped me out with, uh, they had stolen all my, be- my belongings from the car. So I literally had nothing. So basically, they gave me a place to crash for a little bit. They gave me clothing, um, food I didn't have to worry about because, again, I, I don't depend on my elderly parents. So I turned to them, and thanks to them, I was able to pick up and go forward and then, again, got together with my current wife, Chacha. So God bless to all of them. Amazing. Beautiful. Yeah, like when, when 2008 happened, I was in finance, and all that crashed. I mean, that was like a seven-figure crash for me. And, uh, dude, that, that gave me the epiphany that I need to stop chasing the money and start chasing what I love, which is what inspired me to, to start the companies that I run now because it's, you know, I'm doing what I love. Yep. And then this right now is going to inspire me to diversify, be humble and diversify and make sure that you're covered on an essential and on a non-essential basis. Like they said, passive income. I mean, that's for me and that man. And just if you got lemons, appreciating, lemons. appreciating the smaller things, man. Absolutely. I'm I'm appreciating the time that I get with my daughter. I really am. I really, really, really am. Yeah. You know, I've talked about this before with you. Of Ruben. course. I mean, you it's know. tough, bro. Don't get me wrong. My we kids, my, long time. Hours, man. my, my kids are regressing right now. I mean, the routine is essential to them. So, you know, I have one son who, who has a, like mild autism. So he's doing a lot of different things. Tell you, I've seen your son and I, I, I still don't see it, man. Honestly. Well, I, I don't see it I, either. I but he, sweet little boy, he has some he's things, but. The point is that for all of them, the routine that they don't have now is change some things for them. So it's a little harder than usual. But uh, there's certain things that I'm appreciating more with them. And I think they're appreciating from us. And hopefully yeah. the aggravation of the situation isn't shining through too much. Uh, and and, and uh, You're a good dad, Kelvin. So you're not going to have anything to worry about, man. What's their age? Five, four, and two. You ain't going to have to worry about all it, boys. I got my, I got Five. My, the five-year-old might remember, or he might even remember this. As a matter of fact, it might be uh, a blessing. The same thing we just talked about right now. People being nice to each other, helping each other he out. He told me he was going to name his daughter Karina. Oh, boy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, should hear, you should hear some of the names my daughter comes up for the dolls. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. I remember I remember when I when I first had uh, Lexi, a lot of people would tell me, um, when's the next one? I'm like, wait a second. You know, I, I, I just had one. You know, I'm, I'm not really... Looking forward to having another one right now. I really want to enjoy my daughter. So, being someone who has you know multiple kids, was do you wish that you had waited or what? You know, how? 
Bro, it, it, it's one of those things where people tell me, oh, well, you guys didn't have cable TV. Like, <laughs> we cracked them all out. I, I, I can't imagine having, like, the five-year-old and then having, like, a 12-year-old. That, to me, is crazy. Yeah. So, it's it's chaotic. Like, like you have here, like, describe your quarantine life in a uh, with a movie title. I think that, like, like they're out to purge us or something like that. I don't know. But, but dude... You know what? They're very <laughs> difficult and complicated and frustrating times because you can never get their, their mojos to align. I've seen the videos. They do have masks when they're running yeah. after you. <laughs> but, but when Hulk you, is going to get you. When, ah! when, when you when you see them chill out and bond, that just kind of like just that that just puts a giant, you know, that wipes away all the pain. I enjoy, of, I, you know, they used to tell me, oh, she's going to be lonely and this and that. I enjoy the time where, you know, she tells me sit down and play this game with me. Or, Bobby, will you play? You know, sometimes I don't... I, I'm not in the mood or whatever, or you know, but I, I find some courage to get up there and, you know, just even play with the dolls. I, she has no idea what she's doing. She doesn't, she's like, Oh, just grab Ken and put him here. And I have to do this and I have to do that. And look, it, it makes zero sense, but just spending that time and seeing her smile and like, you know, she'll yeah. give me a hug and I love you, Poppy, bro. That just, that kills me. It yeah. like inside. It just, yeah. you know, it messes with your emotions big time. Yeah. I have, I have a lot of those moments. Big time. Like today I was leaving and, you know, she, 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 you know, she comes up and she runs, Poppy, you're going to work. Okay. Remember when we're done, we got to go, go to Disney, you know, cause she knows that Poppy's working to take her to Disney. So for me, it's like, you know, it's a big deal. And I don't have that, that annual pass. I just, I end up, I end up purging all my money out. Mm. Last time we went to, uh, I the Polynesian. We went to the Polynesian. You crazy, bro. I, listen, we work for something and I work for my daughter. Yeah, but no. I, I still haven't been able to justify experience. paying that kind of money for it her. It was an course. amazing, Le- Kelvin, amazing experience. Bro, I, trust she me, got I to sit that. and eat all the breakfast with everybody. Yeah. And, and you know, she talks about it to this day. She's a big Stitch lover. She dressed up in all of Stitch. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I'd just rather spend the money in the parks. I agree. But every time I go to the park, I've spent the money in the parks. And the experience has, has gotten better because I've learned that when she's tired, Get her out, go back to the hotel. And when it's that close, it's a beautiful thing. So when she wakes back up, we go back out and we enjoy the nighttime at the park. Basically, like as like seasoned annual pass holders, we've developed a, a, a method where every time that we go, we'll go for like five or seven days. And usually it'll end up costing under a thousand bucks with hotel and everything and all the food and everything that we That's pay for. That's amazing. I spent way and more my than kids, that. I get them a piggy bank set up. And when we I head spent, out, I spent four G's the last time I went. Yeah, I think no. I paid more for going to Legoland. No. Yeah, seriously. I don't yeah. know how you do it, bro. Well, I mean, we stay at a nice hotel that's not expensive. What's a nice hotel that's not expensive? Like, bro, I stayed at the Bates like, Motel. Like at a Marriott, like uh, you know, like I have Marriott as I have Hilton. Like okay, uh, what I do is I usually stay like in the Sea World area, and then I'll okay. drive it to Disney. Okay. Because there's like, no problem with that. It's closed. Right. Yeah. Because we at first we used to stay like at the at the Pop Century and stuff like that, but those that's essentially like a motel for 150 bucks. I would night. say though, Kelvin, if you have the opportunity, at least do it once. I have done it. The Polynesian? But, bro, but when you have three kids, dude. The like, Polynesian? No, I haven't done the Polynesian. I did That's the Polynesian when I was a kid. You did? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember it? Vaguely. i never been. And I had, you know, I, I had the means to do it. And, bro, I I, I did it. Yeah. I'm like, there's there's a meme about a guy who, like, you know, like, I have multi-thousand dollar firearms. But then when I go to buy a $20 shirt, I'm, like, cringing. Like, there's certain things that I'm okay with spending money on. And there's certain and things not, that I'm not. that's not one of them? Right? No. Nah. Like, I just, you know. I hear you, bro. Like, if it was just me and my wife and we're having a nice getaway and stuff like that, I get I it. I don't but think like, that that hotel is for, for Like, the way I look at hotels though. as just a spot to sleep. 
I'm chill. I, you know, I agree, but I think, look, um, one time is not. I'm not saying doing it all the time or have a. And if you can, great, whatever. It was an amazing experience. I do have to say, like sometimes I spent money on stuff, and I'm like, God, that was a waste of money. Um, and then there are times that I spent money, and I'm like, it was worth it. Yeah. And that's one of those ones that I would say, for what we got, that was well worth it. Like that's why, I, like I think that the annual pass is worth it if you get like the silver pass, because when there's nothing to do in in Miami for the weekend and you have no shows and you have no work, just take a drive up to Disney, bro. It's four hours. You could stay at a whatever for a hundred and something dollars a night, and you could just spend the weekend at Disney. And if you have the annual pass, you're not paying for parking. You're getting ten percent off on food and 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 merch, and and you're just you're not paying for your, your entrance. It's, it's being paid for through your annual pass. As opposed to buying a ticket on site that costs 150 bucks each shot. You know, everybody in my family is listening to this right now. I'm going to have to go buy one of those annual passes. Push him Scorpio. and press him. <laughs> the silver the pass, bro. If you get the premium pass, it's expensive. But the silver pass is blacked out in spring break and in the summer. Who the hell wants to go to Disney if you're from Florida when it's 150 degrees? No. You know what I mean? The last time we went in the summer with my wife, she was pregnant. Freaking Disney employees were passing out. I don't want to go during that time. No. no, I don't like I don't like the whole pack thing either. Like it, it's always packed too. Like it drives me nuts. And and you know they say like go super early and stuff. Well, oh I've gone God, where it's super go. early, but it's not it's not all that. Anyways, you want to wrap up? Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up right now. What's up? Scroll back a little bit on some of the messages. Let me read off some of the things here. No, we're, what positive we're advice would you no, give not. to someone dealing with anxiety and stress right now? I think we've covered pretty much everything. Pray. Thank you, Nietzsche, for uh, the shout-outs for yeah, my man. daughter. I truly appreciate it. And the same thing for the DJs from last night's programming. That was amazing. That was awesome. Thank you, DJs. I had I didn't text you guys back today. I apologize because I was driving. But, again, thank you so, so much for the remix team. Uh, everything came out uh, Calvin, we gotta do something 100. With you, man. Huh? We got to do something with you. Spinning? Yeah, we got to do something uh, with you. Man. My wheels are rusty. No, that's not true. Uh, but I haven't been on decks in a minute. I hung, those up. I hung up my headphones. It's like riding a bike, bro. I know, I know. Especially house music because it's, it's the same beat over and over. You got to set it up. Let's you heard, Kelvin? Listen to this guy, bro. You heard that? It's true. Listen, give me, give you, heard me, you heard him? You didn't hear him? Give me, give, me vinyl, give me vinyl salsa and I'll mix it for you. And that stuff isn't even on key. But that's different. I'm saying house. Is house is house easier to spin than, than salsa? Is okay. house easier to spin than most genres? Don't get me started on DJing, bro. bro you know why bro. I stopped DJing? You want to know really real quick? Why stop DJing? Oh because so I refuse to have a laptop in my face. Okay. So don't have a laptop. You can okay. be like DJ Dirty J and have okay, fine. USB sticks. That's right. I got to do it sometimes. Sometimes I can't use a laptop. So what do I do? I always carry two, pin, uh, so you're two pins. Because other DJs have laptops, you have to confine no, just, to what I, they I, do. It's just crazy, bro. Like, I, if I, I'm on CDJs, I'll take, I have the one pin and one backup. I have CDJ A50s, white. So they can't pro link. You see what I have there. So I got. Re- I always carry two. Two. Uh, you see the records right underneath. Me. It's not like I don't have it or I can't. I just do don't. It. I don't understand why I go through Serato it. when you can have a really good record box setup, two good CDJs and a good mixer, and interact. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I feel like when there's a laptop in front of the DJ, there's a disconnect between them and and the and the, uh, and the dance floor. I believe it, but you just but spend too much time looking. Like I'd rather be looking down here at my tracks and scrolling there, than looking here. Like, when you're looking here, you should be looking at uh, who's dancing in front of you. Being, ha- having done both, I find myself kind of like when you're driving. If you're looking down, you can't kind of see what's going on. Whether I'm looking here, I can't see. I can just just shift my eye really quickly and not lose my place of what I'm doing. 
I just see too many DJs concentrating more on the screen than on the dance floor. If I got time to plan for it, I have no problem, and we can do it if you want to. That's what I'm saying. Don't we'll get me into it, bro, because here's no, my question. If you're a paid DJ, why to, don't you have time to plan for it? I had to evolve. Plan plan what? Your, 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 your drives that you're taking to the gig. Oh, yeah. No, that's a that's a. That's bro, a I've given, seen DJs, man. bro. I've had guys that I'm setting up lighting for that are asking me for the Wi-Fi password because they're downloading they crap the in the show. No. Yeah, Unacceptable. No, you shouldn't be getting paid. He knows it. He knows that I, I prepare my files. Like, if I got to go spin at Duffy's in North Miami Beach, and I'm covering for her, uh, by the way, uh, Brian from True Audio, shout out. Danny says if that I, the laptop doesn't make the DJ. I agree. If I'm going to Duffy's but, to cover for Brian because he's doing uh, Miami Music Week or he's busy doing another gig, a gig or, or he's doing Rubber Ducky or something like that, I go in there, my, my pins are loaded with what I want to play. I know exactly what I want to play. Because over there, what we do is basically house sessions. So now I got to make sure I cover house, but we have some type of Latin, uh, you know, guys that come in and we have to cater to them for just like, a couple of minutes and stuff like that. So I come prepared with that, too. Look like, so so like you know what I would say to Danny real quick? Hold on. I'm going to say to Danny. My, my thing is, like, if you're going to if you're going to invest in a DJ rig and you're going to get paid to DJ and you have, for example, some CDJ 2000 Nexus 2s, right? You know, 2000 bucks a piece, roughly retail, right? Yep. Like, those are instruments designed specifically for music playback for a professional DJ, right? Why are you going to introduce a third variable, a laptop, that can crash, drives that can crash? You know what I mean? Like, when you have a dedicated instrument specifically for, for your, to do your job. Okay, I can tell you why. Why? Because, the like, for example, yesterday. Vice versa. For example, yesterday, when the DJ, when the DJ finished his set with me, I didn't know what he was going to end with. I had a general idea of where I was going to go. And I, and I had a whole crate open with a bunch of different BPM ranges. And he ended up ending his set with merengue. And it was like 130 BPM. And I had to go find something within that genre to keep it going. So go back to what I Eddie, wanted to do. But if you have record box set this up the right way and you have those drives box, put into it. Record box, record box, right now you're is, mentioning record box is software based. Exactly. Okay, no, but if, okay, okay. if you have your record box. Record box no, no, I'm talking about based. I'm talking about record box where you laptop. organize your hard drives through record box and you have your tracks organized that way from the CDJ you can search by key, that, by BPM. No, but right now you're that, right now I you're did that with mine, right now but, you're state. You got to understand on Serato, I can create my crates. You can do the same thing with your with your. Extra you're mentioning drive, you're mentioning but it's a, a lot preference. To get to it. No, now right. you're mentioning a preference. You like record box. No, no, I don't like record no, box. No, no, what I what I'm mentioning is a variable that could fail. Look, you had you had you had crates before, right? And in your crates, you'd have them organized by salsa, merengue, whatever the case may be, and you were able to get to it on a on a USB stick. It's harder for me to get to that crate, Listen, no, no matter how you look at it. And you know, I can spin out of tracks fast and really fast. I can a, go in and out. He's a very quick, very quick. He's a quick hitter. Uh, I'm a blender. He's a quick hitter. So uh, I can so go here's, in here's, and out of genres very fast. Look. Well, I can't I, I, do that I, on, a, on, a, on a USB stick. I, so it's limiting me. Brother, listen to me. It's limiting me. Can I be me. honest with you without being cocky? When I started the company, I was making 750 to 1000 bucks per wedding. Because Danny's saying that it, it, weddings are different than clubs. Okay? I was doing my due diligence on the interview process and making sure that I was prepared for that wedding. Okay? Like I do. So... I would go and prep and thank you to George Vidal who taught me how to organize properly on, on, on oh, record box. I would make sure I was prepared. Was there somebody who came to me and threw something at me that I wasn't ready for? Yes. But I mean, that's inevitable. My biggest concern with laptop is that it is a variable that can fail. 
And when you have a variable that could fare without a backup, you have a problem. If you have two CDJs with two solid state drives on each one and one drive fails, the other one is kicking in. So, again, it's about discipline. Okay, but again, this is what I told you. It's vice versa. I could be on if I have a laptop and this is I've done it all the time. This is Bro, what, what I'm saying is that if like, your computer you, crashes, what happens to your, your, the laptop, your controller? What if I, my computer crashes, what happens to my controller? Right. On, on a controller? Yeah, on a controller. I have, I have uh, an external... Right, I have an external with a with an iPad with all my mixes and stuff and a bunch of songs huh. that I can just turn on really quickly, let it play while I pull up my backup computer. Just okay. like you would have your backup. That's right, but I don't have backup state. computer. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Vice versa, if I'm using can, a, the laptop, the laptop even, crashes. I can even what go, I do is I always carry look, my pin drives shit, with my with my folders. We can go into this folders. conversation about turntables. Danny says that USB can fail and CD can fail. We need to go back to mini Every, disc. Listen, mini disc doesn't fail. Turntables. That's why I don't get you into don't it with me, bro, because I'm an old soul when it comes to this. You know what? You don't have backup when you came to turntables. You want to talk about true? Let's go to turntables. How, where's your backup on turntables? Where's your backup on turntables? Well, Where is it? You don't have the one. The third turntable? You get what I'm saying? You would still have to have a third piece of equipment, so your 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 argument is is void. No, bro. I'm just I'm talking about you're, you're you're talking about a passion that you have for yourself, no. but it's not it's not a generalization to where look. I'm a true, I'm a true turntable. I'm sorry, dude. But I you'll just... see me play on a controller. As a matter of fact, we had this problem with the whole mix, right? There was a bunch of DJs who couldn't mix on several different pieces of equipment. I think that you should be able to spin on almost anything. You it's almost the everything. same thing. Which is the same thing I was going to tell okay? you. On my laptop, I got tractor and no, I got Serato no, no loaded No disrespect both. to the DJs yesterday, but you know what? They actually all showed up and they all played on the same gear. Why? Because they stuck true to it. Look, you, you might have a fear of messing up your set. Forget the fear. Look, you learned something new. You can do it. All of them did a great job. All of them. And there were two guys that were adamant about not doing it. Period. Like, I have to have my own equipment. I know who those guys are. And Adamant. And, but there's a reason for that. There's a reason why the six-figure six figure DJs are... are Listen to me. I want to go ahead, and I've told him that he knows it already. We've been going through this for two years now. I want to get rid of my A50s. My wife and my daughter won't let me. If you want a controller, go buy a controller, but you're not selling the A50s. And I still won't do it. I just, I, I stick to my A50s. Bro, there's nothing, look, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't, I don't have, uh, there's no, there's no rule. There's no nothing. There's nothing that takes less of my DJ abilities playing on a controller. Zero. As a matter of fact, Kelvin, you and I can, I'll play on your setup and you and I can go at it. And I can tell you this much, bro. Even though you've been out of it for a little bit, like true DJing is still true DJing. It's like riding a bike. I don't know. I guess I just have a criteria. Like my criteria was that what? there wasn't going to be a DJ representing our company. That if everything failed and there was turntables and a mixer next room with a Creator Records, that he couldn't perform with that. And if he can't perform with that, then he shouldn't be getting a paycheck. That's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like for me, like for photography, like the photographers that run on Aperture Priority, Shutter Priority, or something like that. Like if you can't shoot on 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 manual, then you should not be shooting for hire. Simple, because you haven't taken enough time to understand the craft. Okay, back, to, back to where so, I started again, with you. Let's we're able to set it up. I haven't spun on vinyl. Can't even remember when because I had to evolve. Unfortunately, I said it's time to make the change. Hey, I don't know if some of you see my pictures on Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. You see, I got a caseload of records sitting right behind where my setup is. Uh, let's do it, bro. I, I, I guess I what got, I'm like, let me, I maybe myself, I'm generalizing here. If I can prepare myself, I have my 
30 records that I come with that are all house, deep house, yeah, whatever bro. you want. Maybe I'm, I'm generalizing like here. That. I can and do I it. Okay, so wait. So maybe I'm generalizing it. here. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, if you were you came into the profession from the controller world and you never took it now from you're the, getting something. Take it back. Okay? Now then I think that somewhere. as a professional, right, if you expect to take to make it a career, then you need to learn that, bro. Everything. Now you're getting somewhere. We've, we've like, if you're a mechanic, dude, you can't just know fuel injection. You have we've, to learn carburetor conversation. Now you're getting somewhere. Now, now I can agree with you. But the other generalization that you were saying, I I, I can't, I can't. I just, for me, it's just my personal preferences. I, I just, I, okay, I, I don't I trust, I don't trust the, the variable. I agree, I agree with you. you know I, I don't have a problem with that. I had more with, trouble with time code vinyl. But now, if you want to go ahead and we want to go straight vinyl, so like that we can hear the every imperfection, every the, 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 the nice sound, control and that, everything. let's do it. Because I know, I know how to. I, know, I sound like a dinosaur. Let's move on. It's a shit. It's twenty twenty, bro. Look, I started look, off my Kevin, first set was the DJ in a box from Gemini. Kevin, there's okay? so many Belt people are against it, but let me tell there you, you go. <laughs> I have I have done more tricks with the I stuff did that come out now because it has come out, and I, I I have to respect it. To be honest with you. I detest a lot of the things that DJs come out with now that have no experience, like you said, on the back end. I, I agree with that statement 110% because they don't have a plan B. They really cannot. They have to use that clutch. They have to have that, that, that little thing there to help them get going by. But one thing that I can say is that the new technology <coughs> has opened a lot of doors for me. Those trigger pads, man, the, the, the little tricks and things that I can do. I watched. I just recently paid for the subscription of uh, of uh, superhero DJs. If for the for the DJs that are, that are not up on it, check it out. Superhero DJs shows world renowned DJs right doing their routines, showing you how they do it, and that way you can mimic it and learn how they think and how their process is. And for me, that's invaluable. You know what? I'm I'm being a hypocrite because we mix on digital consoles instead of like analogs with a bunch of outboard, and I love it. So I'm being a hypocrite. You can't. You know, like to get the processing that you get out of like a, an SD9, you would need like a board the size of this room and five racks full of compressors and EQs and gates and effects processors to get that. And, and, and I appreciate to, that. Back to where you started. I started on Techniques SLBD2s. I'll never oh, forget that geez. model number. There weren't even bell drives. You had to push them forward. <laughs> and then and, and then try and beat match that. <laughs> to wind them up. I want to talk, I, I I talk to a DJ that started on reel to reel. That's how I started. Um, What's that name? There's some the guys Russian out there. Guy. That guy's the amazing. Guy. Uh, Mr. Tape. Mr. Tape. That guy's amazing. Mr. Tape. Check out Mr. Tape. Danny says that kids today need to buy vinyl and turntables first. No. I think that they yeah. can start with technology, but I think yeah. it's important. I think if it's you're intending on making a, if a they got craft a contact, out of it, that they should take it upon themselves to learn the mechanics from I, a realistic standpoint because come on man i mean i just think that you know like let's be real like with the way that tracks are made nowadays in the studio and with the technology like freaking monkey can mix bro i mean it still takes a person to know when to when to bring it in but if you really needed to sail with technology you could oh yeah i mean so what does that do for the professionals right it dilutes the market you know, and this it is does. why guys, you know, it are, does, are getting paid less and less every day. I think that the professionals can adapt like anything else, man. Like, I, like I've had to adapt. I've had to make my sets even more impressive to 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 gauge that crowd. That's how I look at it. Like, I have to really diversify myself to stand out. Anybody can buy, uh, you know, a, a a nice digital mixer, but who makes that digital mixer? The person. Anybody can buy a gun. Doesn't mean that they can shoot it right. So. It's like anything else, man. Like, like lighting guys struggle to understand DMX and universes and all that because they never hit some dip switches. But 
you know, once you understand those mechanics and those fundamentals, it's easier to be better at yeah, what technology has to offer. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. I want to appreciate I want to say thank you to everybody. And I appreciate you guys for, for tuning in. We've had a, a quite a successful podcast. I want to thank Kelvin. Kelvin, thank you so much for coming in, man. You got it. Pleasure. Do. Really appreciate it. And of course, Rubalo, the man with the plan. My pleasure, boss. Always appreciate it. I know that you had to uh, step away from the family and your it's daughter's birthday. I'm so headed, I'm headed thank that you way for now. that. Um, guys, stay safe. I appreciate you. Uh, this is the this is the uh, episode number six of Pass the Mic. Can, uh, can I have say something uh, real quick before you close out? Yeah. Because you put here, what aisle can't you wait to walk down when this is over? <laughs> Plain aisle, casino aisle, clothing Kelvin, aisle, Kelvin's gym, hungry. sports, or music store. I can't wait to walk down the wedding aisle because Nikki and I are actually going to have a wedding in, in November, even though we're already married. Whoa, so, uh, congratulations. But here's Congrats. what I will say. Congratulations. There you go. Listen, listen. There it is. There you go. Music stores. Cheers. Guys, let's support our local dealers. There's so many of us who sell gear locally. Yes. Generally, we sell it much cheaper than the stores. Will we maybe sometimes not have it in stock like some of the music stores? Yes. But you're going to get a better deal. Be patient. you get a better deal. We got a list map. Online, call us. We will give you better pricing. I'm usually guaranteed. I'm usually 15% below any other big box stores, like without trying, and and I'm still making money and I'm still happy and I'm and you have a much more direct customer service. Let's support the local guys. I think that's super. That's a big takeaway from all this. Yeah, you I know mean, what I mean. These I, guys are running the you know Sam Ash, B and H, and all that stuff. But I mean, before you think they about have it right around the before you them. think about hiring a production company from out of state to come in and do your show. Think about the local guys, all right? Let's help each other out locally now first. Take care of your people close to you. Look, I'm in the same industry as Kelvin. I'm in the same industry as as Confetti and Fog. And um, we had Event Factor there yesterday. I have no problem um, shouting them out. I have no problem with them coming on my show and promoting themselves. This is not a competition. We spoke yesterday. This is a collaboration for us to work together to make businesses better, stronger, more focused, and to help you, the consumer, get the best that you possibly can. There are things that I cannot do that Kelvin can do. There are things that Kelvin can't do that I can do. Same thing that goes with all the other companies, Mm -hmm. and we can come together and make one unified business and be stronger than anybody else. Yeah. And one thing I could commit to doing, and I think that we could all commit to doing, is after this, obviously... Uh, we could commit to being more sensible, perhaps, yep. to people's budgets. There was a you know. question before. I know we're wrapping it up, but there was a um, question by from one of the guys uh, texting in. Um, what do you guys think about the market? Are people going to lower their prices, or are prices? We talked be- about this last time. But yeah, but he, this is I a mean, long conversation, bro. No, no, yeah. but just let's let's do it quick. Well, just real let's quick, do, real quick. Do you think we're, prices are going to? Are we going to be setting our prices lower? Well. Uh, I think that's a mistake. Just quickly, here's what's gonna, what I think is gonna happen. And again, I'm unfortunate, but I think there's gonna be some guys who are new to the market that may not be returning to the market. Some guys who were already diluting the market and affecting the market in a negative way. Correct. That may not be returning. So I think there's maybe gonna be a little more business to go around. At the end of the day, those guys that were maybe taking business from you by underbidding you may not be around. But I think that as local guys, we need to probably consider, like, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I generally don't partner with other companies my size when it comes to cross rental because most guys are being sticklers about day rates and all that stuff. I generally partner with larger companies who are more reasonable on long-term rentals because most of my stuff is long-term to midterm rentals. Right. So I think that the smaller guys, we need to kind of realize and appreciate, you know, 
giving reasonable rates for one month rentals or multi weekend rentals or residual business. And, and not that that's going to like lower the market, but you know what I mean? We have to better gauge our clientele because a lot of clients are going to out of state sources. Like it's unacceptable that a company could come from New York or Chicago or California right. with a whole truckload of, of gear cheaper than the local guy. Yep. There's no reason for that. Correct. But the reason that those companies do it is because they understand cash flow as opposed to, you know, net per, per item type of deal. Yeah. So that's okay. kind of my takeaway on that. Gotcha. I think also you build a relationship with somebody too. You build a trust. There's a trust factor in that, you know, having your equipment out for that long. It really is. Right, look, Miguel's online. What's up, bro? Big shout out to everybody, man. Thank you guys. Yeah, I really appreciate you. you. Thank you. There's thank a you, lot of people, you, you know, giving a lot of, you know, love out here and thank you. Please, you know, the only thing I can say is share. You know, we, we're getting some really, really, really big numbers. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're broadcasting this not just on Facebook, but on other platforms. We're opening up to Spotify, uh, iTunes Music, uh, Google Music, um, and, a, and a couple other podcasting platforms. And now we're going to be on Mixcloud. So um, nice. shout out to everybody. Shout out to, to, to all those that, you know, put your input. And uh, oh, Rainier, what's up, Rainier? I didn't even know you were listening. Um, Juan Torres, I'm uh, Kelvin. Make sure you take care of him. I watch the comments on Facebook. For those of you that watch other places, for those of you that watch on other on other platforms, I watch the comments on Facebook. I know I've mentioned this in the past, but I should mention it more often. Um, we are watching the comments on Facebook closely because that's where I have the biggest number of, of, of people, and that's the, the larger platform for right now. Yeah. yeah, and if after when this is done and it's just lingering there, if you want to message any of us, just DM us, whatever. Yeah. I'd love Kelvin, to continue give, the give, him, give him your number, man. Give him your number. My cell phone? No, your your business number. So that if anybody wants some some business, <laughs> blow it send up. Me, send <laughs> there you go. There might be some you collectors saw his watching, face, right? <laughs> saw his face. He's worried. Send me a private message. He's, wor he's worried about that. That uh, Instagram. FCC it's me, stuff. Kelvin. <laughs> uh, Instagram Tabs Pro, Total Event go. Pro, OTS Creative, or just Kelvin Burgos on Facebook. Ruben. Office number 786-465-5758. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I could get my toll free. That's what I just said. 844-TAVS-PRO. There it is. 844-TAVS-PRO. Like that, huh? Yours was too long. It's too high, Leah. Yo, this was like a ramble. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I gotta, All right, guys. Thank you so much. Until the next time, this is Pass the Mic. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Peace. I gotta go first. I gotta go to the shop.